start in Florham Park, where Steve looks to complete one of the craziest playoff runs in league history by running the table after a 1-6 start, an arc not so dissimilar from Proc's very own Denver Broncos. Speaking of, Cortland Sutton Chops gave Steve's lead a necessary shave with a late TD and 17 points. Despite this, Steve needed just 9 out of his number 1 receiver to secure the total victory. Unfortunately, instead of continuing the magical run, Arthur Juan had the runs as his brown stains and Sirianni tears were shed all over the field after being held to just one catch for eight yards. Brock 109, Sandstorm 101. Fumble! Up next, number one seed, Corey. Corey? Corey? Huh? Huh? Corey? Heads to Nutley to face off with the Rasp and his slumping squad. Trevor Lawrence of Arabia led the revolt against Corey's naysayers, scoring 32 points in the early window. But Rasp would respond as the Gus Bus Edwards was not short on either of his goal line carries, scoring 21 points of his own. Corey's Lions continued to fight valiantly, but in the end, Jalen got his asshole fisted hard enough to score twice and admitted after the game, it doesn't hurt and he kinda likes it. Rasp 153, Corey 117, he could go all the way. Typically, you'd have to sell 6th graders mids out of your dead grandparents Mazda to be considered the top dog in Hamilton, but instead, Troy and Curtis have chosen to settle this debate like men on the fantasy gridiron. Reluctant to embrace the liberal sham that is daylight savings time, Troy finally decided to turn his clocks back to 2022 as Saquon Barkley and Devontae Adams combined for 51 to give Flood the early edge. But Curtis would respond as Brandon Ayukin and DK Donkey Kong Metcalf super smashed his Hamilton bro for 47 of their own. But in the end, Poe incepted his Ravensbird brain on Troy, forcing him to play a backup running back, ultimately costing him the game. And with eight losses, this team is just about dead and can probably expect a call regarding his current life insurance policy any minute now. Kurt 128, Troy 125, some spread. Up next, we head to beautiful Los Angeles, California, where the only two fans of the city's shitty football team square off. Team Trav got 23 points from the tight end spot to give him an early edge. It's a shame he's going to get Kittle to nothing from the position moving forward. Meanwhile, two bangs in Houston typically means curveball, but for Muller, it was the double boom of his Texan wide receivers that kept him in the game. On top of that, Tony Pollard Green showed up just in time for Thanksgiving, scoring 18 points and giving Tom a slight lead heading into Monday night. But in the end, St. Patrick Mahomes got his holidays mixed up and threw to the Green team, yet was still able to score the 16 points needed to secure the victory. Trav 130, Muller 117. Whoop whoop! Next up, Team Wellington heads to Hoboken in a must-win matchup against known bum, Husser. Like a straight-edge loser looking for a job, you could piss in the Cooper Cup and it still wouldn't get hot, as Zach's first-rounder continues to tank his season. However, Husser had his fair share of duds as well, thanks to Kenny the Tiger Walker's oblique injury and head coach Tom's brain injury that forces him to continuously play Gabe Davis. But in the end, Tyler Bass Pro Shops has hunting gear, fishing equipment, and the 17 points necessary to make any South Jersey kid's day, with the exception of Zack 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 Wellington, of course. Husser 108, Will 75. Ooh. 
Much to the delight of Bertie Madoff, the Firefest dude, and Jared Thiemann, Poe completed the scam of the century earlier this week. With a whole new starting lineup on its way in exchange for absolutely nothing, it looked like Trader Joe had successfully snaked his way back into the playoff picture. That is, until he ran into a real North Jersey legend, me. Jalen Warren Buffett's stock continues to surge as his 23 points provided with me with an early lead. Meanwhile, Garrett Wilson is nowhere to be found as the wide receiver one has been cast away into irrelevance once more. Speaking of, Rondale snagged a 50-yard bomb in the flex, leading the chat to demand more as I continue to pile it on. Taylor Swift says Karma is a guy on Rasp's team, but I say it's getting 50-pieced by the kid and having to talk about it for two hours. Me, 125. Poe, 75. And that is week 11. Poe, how are we doing? Good. I don't think I'll ever not laugh when you just know a real North Jersey legend. <laughs> me is coming. I, think I, heard I was just like sitting here eat, eating crow, and you just fucking hit me with that. I had to uh, with the diss track. <laughs> the people were demanding it. Yeah, the people was Ras telling you to rip my shirt. No, nah, I, I I could tell I could tell what's gonna be a hit with the with the group. I, it was every time I was checking my phone. I was away for the weekend. I I just kept on looking. It was fifty messages of you just fighting with everyone. I was like, I gotta go hard this week. I didn't even fight that hard this time. Usually, like usually I'm way worse. I'll spit. I'll I I was tame for my own self. I was just like, okay, let me just stop talking about it. And then I would just immediately start arguing with Corey whenever I could. <laughs> so yeah, do you want to say your piece before we uh, before we move here? Or I don't think there's anything the to say. Uh, Troy eloquently put it in the group chat when he was trying to say it was collusion, but Travis messaged me <laughs> like he was gonna fleece me, and the basically how it went was. I honestly, it was hilarious that it worked out this way. So to give people some color is Travis texted me saying, I think you might need a tight end. And I was like, this is the Kevin James meme. Like, I think Andrews will be fine in like one to two weeks. And Travis is like, well, I'm interested. Like, I'll trade you Mostert and Kittle for flowers and a chain. And like, for some reason in my mind, I thought he said Andrews. And we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. And then I'm like, yeah, I, I can't trade A-Chain, like, at all. Like, he's got the highest ceiling on my team. Nobody else will come close. I was like, I'll only consider it if you throw, like, Kyron in. And he's like, okay, I need something back. How about Flowers? And I was like, no, I'm already giving you Andrews. And then somehow it ended up being A-Chain and Andrews for these three guys. And Travis and I, it's hilarious, because, like, I thought Andrews was going to be fine, and then also I'm like, A-Chain's going to be the RB1 the rest of the season. And then Andrews is now out for the season. And I think A-Chain is also going to be out until the playoffs is the way it's working out. So the only thing I could say is it feels good to be on the other side of one of these trades, but it doesn't really help me because I need to go 3-0 and to even make the playoffs regardless. And also people are stupid for trying to veto a trade like that when Travis is clearly the best team in the league when they're all healthy. And he just lost three startable players. So, also big dumb dumb move to be against the trade, like, and short sighted if you're trying to actually win the title, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's all. That's all fair. That's that's all well said. And honestly, that's probably you shouldn't vote for your own personal benefit. But yeah, it's like I'll take a Trav neutered and then 
your playoff odds respectfully. Or, Especially or Corey, low. who's like, Corey's got like by far the weakest roster going to the playoffs. Like, why wouldn't you want another good team to have a worse roster? I, I don't get it. Well, I don't so. think he's catching Trav. I, th- I think he's probably going to end up battling with you for like one of those wild card spots but yeah um... and uh, personally right now if you ask me today do i think i make the playoffs no i don't think so like i've had too many injuries and it never my works guys out are... trust me as a scam artist myself it quite literally never works out yeah it's boomer bust my team <laughs> like i could literally like last week like my team was scored 140 the week before and then last week it, i have two injuries and everybody duds and i score set like I don't think I can win three in a row, like, unless I get very lucky here. Like, I'm playing Rast this week, who has one of the better teams in the league, you know? So, Yeah, we'll, we'll talk playoff picture as we kind of go. Um, it is somewhat pretty clear. There's the three teams with seven wins that I assume are pretty much in. Um, as long, I think eight gets you in. Yeah. I think eight should get you in, in, and I think a, a potentially high-scoring seven can get you in. Um, yes, with Troy at eight, he's basically done because there's already six teams with six wins, which is the max he can get to. But everyone else is a game or essentially two based on points out. But The only person out is Troy. I think you're right. Like, yeah, and I don't even think it's fully mathematical. It might be based on who plays who and like certain people having to get wins, but... Yeah, yeah. Him, uh, him benching Calvin Ridley last week somehow being my <laughs> fault. Also, I know I said, I said it just as much as you. Yeah. <laughs> Not my fault that Calvin Ridley literally has one good week a month. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. No, it, I mean, in his defense, he has he has been playing him the whole time. So <laughs> he just needed the one push to bench him, and then. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, Keen Mitchell looked good in the game. It's just he they, he didn't get carries till the second half. It made no sense. Yeah, the, the Ravens are the Ravens are a tough dude. tough spell to figure because they're a good team and they're just cocksuckers with how they use players. It's just annoying as hell. Yeah, no doubt. Let's uh, get into the games though, quick. Is there one that you wanted to start with? I'll give you two um, bucks here. I have one I want to start with, but let me update the pick him. So, Billy's oh, yes, ahead yes, by 12 sorry. games. It, he's 55, 42, and 1. And I'm 43 at 55. So, I know I've been joking about it the last three weeks, but I'm quite literally going to fade every single one of your picks this week, even if I disagree with fading it. Like, I just have to at this point. Okay. That's yeah. fine. So, if it, <laughs> if it doesn't work out, then I'll just go back to regular picking. Um,. It seems like fading you would have been the wrong choice 55 times already this year. So it's not like fading you. It's not like fading you is the good is a good option for me based on the stats so far. But I regress to the mean is that a thing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, I mean you're pretty much hitting 60 percent. So you know, professional. A lot of these are money line fantasy games. Who cares? Well. I'm hitting like 40%, so <laughs> you could say the same for me. Yeah. But yeah, let's get going. Um, I think one of the more intriguing matchups is Muller v. Curtis here. Both 6-5, and five, um, so the loser will probably drop out of playoffs this week. Obviously, they can still get back with two more games after this, but yeah. And then if you win, I, I feel like you're in a pretty comfy spot, so... Two kind of teams that have had their ups and downs, and it'll be interesting. So let's get into it. 
Muller with Tua against the Jets on Black Friday. Looks like Curtis still has Goff for the time being against Green Bay on Thanksgiving. Two quarterbacks in games with like 10 plus point spreads, I want to say. So, or the Lions might not be that big of favorites. That's only seven and a half. So scratch that. But two quarterbacks in games, they're expected to win, I'd say. Obviously, the Jets a bit better of a defense, but also Dolphins more explosive offense, at least earlier in the year. Who do you kind of lean here? What are your thoughts? Um, I, de- I definitely lean golf. I think uh, one thing about the Dolphins is the last few weeks, their offense hasn't looked as explosive, and they are dealing with a lot of injuries on the offensive side of the ball. And it, I, I don't know what it is, but it just seems like two years in a row where maybe they're just playing better defenses down the stretch so their offensive slows down and though even though the Jets are the Jets and they've been disappointing their defense is very good and even last week the Jets lost like their passing game or a passing defense wasn't the issue it's just like they get killed on time of possession they let up so many like so many rushes and like it's hard to be consistent I think this is kind of the last hurrah for the Jets in terms of Hey, are they actually come going to come out and show up because they're switching the quarterback and everything? So, I think it's going to be a little tough for Tua. Golf, yeah. on the other hand, he looked bad last week. Um, I'm not sure how much of the game he was you very caught. Bad. <laughs> it was like, literally to the last two minutes. He was, he was very bad, but I think it's more of an outlier than you know what I'm expecting to see from Jared Golf this week, especially in kind of a primetime, big-time matchup with the Packers on Thanksgiving. The Lions kind of have everything going their way. I don't expect to see him throw three picks in a row. I think what you saw towards the end of the game is more of what golf is. So just based on the defenses they're playing, I'm going to lean golf. Um, but I don't think there's any significant advantage here. Yeah, the thing with the Jets, I mean, you said their defense was decent last week. I I saw them pretty much quit on that Shakir, like, 90 yeah, touchdown. Yeah, they gave, they gave like up that. at the end of that game. Yep. That being said, they've done it before where they, they'll they give us one more spirited effort, I'd say, with the quarterback yeah. change. So I'm, That's I mean, what I'm hoping for. I'm and hoping I mean, the, the Dolphins haven't really been on fire for a bit now. Like, they haven't been scoring at the clip they have earlier in the year uh they kind of struggled with the raiders a little bit obviously kc is a tougher defense but i mean it's not with the... the raiders coming off a bye with a chain coming back and like all yeah. their players having fully two healthy weeks to get ready. at least for a half or however long it was um and they, they got to 20 points and just kind of sat on that lead for yep. the entire game so because their defense has played a lot better with Jalen Ramsey back. Like he's yeah, significantly that's the thing. They can, improved their defense. They can still be a good team and win now a little more defensively. But I mean, we'll see how Tua does in the elements too. It might be a little colder in MetLife. Um, yeah, I, I think golf's just a safer play. What's up? Is it going to rain this week? It was raining yesterday. Uh, it rained yesterday. I don't know. I think it's nice tomorrow. Let's pull up the weather. Oh, it's out. supposed to be a low of low of thirty-two on Friday, so, so pretty, you might be right. So that's pretty cold. Um, yeah, that's not especially there. The wind is just fucking gusting. Yeah, I like Goff to outscore Tua here. Um, I, I think the Jets. I don't. I don't think they're going to win the game. I. I think it can look a lot like that Raiders game last week, where it's like an inept backup quarterback and a good defensive effort and the Dolphins ultimately win but yeah yeah I don't think this is a 40 burger or by any means 
And then Goff, yeah, I, I think they'll bounce back. They're one of the better teams in the NFC, and yeah, I don't think they'll throw four picks again. But let's move to the running backs. Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard, and then Muller has Kamara in the flex as well. Uh, let's just talk about all these guys. Eckler with the hysterical fumble at the goal line, running between the tackles. Uh, always, always, always will get a laugh out of me. <laughs> so you can just imagine that giggle somewhere. I just feel like ever since I brought this up, like that they're terrible at running the ball between the tackles. Well, it's like been every like two week, two years. <laughs> but no, it's just been this year that I've shit on Eckler. Like the end, end of last year actually is when it started because Troy was like, "Oh, they have lost an Eckler. He's great." And I forget. Wasn't wasn't the argument that Christian McCaffrey was like a hundred times better than Eckler? Like, or, I forget what that the fuck I it was. I argue that. about the dumbest shit. Um, but it started at the end of last year where I was like, they can't run the ball between the tackles, and they continue to show every single fucking week that they can't run the ball between the fucking tackles. I, I don't know what else to say besides Eckler's. He's he's done. Like that that run to the outside where like anybody kind of needs that burst of speed to get out, and he just gets fucking caught from behind in a second. It was just like, all right, I think. I think you're seeing why the Chargers aren't didn't give him the extension. He's like 29. He like he actually is older. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's he's done zoned. Is is my thought. And then so, yeah, the Ravens I, I not an easy matchup. It, it's tough because it's like he can score, but it's like I, the Chargers are just done too. Like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, not out of nowhere. We've all hated on Staley. Yeah, <laughs> but I still like, I still expected year. them to be in like the wild card conversation if not like make it and lose in the first round because it's like that they, they just get thrown in whenever anyone like hypes up like the afc being stacked it's like oh and, and herbert and the chargers it's like well no he's that that's not a good team let's talk about the other yeah. eight good teams <laughs> like like they continuously put herbert in like the the mahomes burrow level of yeah the, the other shoe like, is starting to drop there a hundred percent he's not there like he's just not and this is troy's probably roster baiting to just hearing this right now but like i don't know the chargers are just fuck i talk about somebody else sorry go to the next running back i can't talk pollard about pollard just scored for the first time nice like angry run it was pretty hype um yeah i think the cowboys are gonna shit all over the skins i, I don't think i'm gonna take the 12 and a half but the cowboys just dummy every team with a bad line the skins are very much that and i mean i I think they would have fired Ron Rivera if they didn't have a game in like two days. So I think a nice like shitting on Thanksgiving and then he'll be fired on Friday. It's kind of my script that I have in my head. As you far start as how Pollard much... over Debo? I, I find it weird he's still going three running backs, honestly. Now that he's seen he has some guys. Like is T. Higgins coming back too? Like... I don't know no, if I would I don't go think, through I don't running think backs. T. Higgins is coming back. I mean, I, I agree with you. I would probably... I'd get Debo in. I mean, that's the only... Debo, and then if T. Higgins is back. I think Kamara's a lock. Um, we can talk about I him I don't think briefly. you start T. Higgins without Burrow at all. So, yeah, I think Kamara's a lock. So, let's talk about him. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot about Burrow. Jesus. Um, yeah. Kamara's a lock against Atlanta. I think that's fine. Um... We'll see how much he pass catches if Jameis ends up starting. It looks like Carr is going to be back, though. Am I reading that right? I think or? he cleared the concussion protocol, if I remember correctly. So or he was on yeah. track, too. So, I mean, Camaro is still a force. It's tough. It's I, I, I saw a lot from the Niners that I liked 
last week. So it's like, I feel like Debo and all the playmakers are back, and then the Seattle defense is mortal. The, the, I don't know which one you bench, though. I, I know we're down on Eckler. Maybe yeah. that's who you bench. But Pollard, like, he's only scored once in 10 weeks. Like, that's a little alarming. But I think he has the right guys in given the amount of like Pollard will have going double Texans though. Well, yeah, he's got to do double Texans after we talked shit about it last week. (laughs) I didn't talk shit about it. I was hyped. Well, I mean, we were hyped thinking he would start them both and it looks like it works kind of. Yeah, it's gonna, it, it should work and it will work, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, we kind of went all over the place with Muller, but it's let's okay. Just... Let's just keep talking about his receivers, then, and then we'll go over to Curtis. <laughs> yeah. So Tank Dell is legit. Tank Dell's legit. He, he's the guy. He's the right? man. Yep. And then <laughs> That's all Nico I got. Collins he's is. So Nico Collins is. Guy he's all adjacent. right. I mean, yeah. He just kind of got hurt, and then Tank Dell fully took over the number one, but. The Texans just move the ball and throw for... They're the only ones throwing for, like, 400 yards every week. Like, no one else is scoring or, like, moving the ball at that clip. And um, what's his name? The former Cowboys guy that was good a couple weeks for them? Noah, Noah Brown. Brown. Yeah, I think he was he out last week. Back, right? uh, if he's back, we'll see if that dips into it. But Nico is a was a producer beforehand, you know? I would say if Noah Brown is back, I'd pro- that's when I would probably slot in Debo Samuel yeah, over I think Collins. Debo's got to play. I think. Yeah, so do I. Um, definitely not Quentin Johnson, though. We're not thinking about Quentin Johnson. No way. That was a very, very bad drop. Credit to Muller. Yeah. Can't catch with his hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't catch with his hands and can't run between the tackles. That's what you want from your running back and receivers. <laughs> and I think they took him before Addison and um, Zay Flowers. So that's a tough look. <laughs> That's that's a real <sighs> tough look. Especially because I feel like everybody was kind of hyping up both those guys more. So yeah, so they took Quentin Johnson literally the pick before Flowers and then Addison went. Yeah, no. Literally I'm... a pick before. And they traded up for him, I'm pretty sure, didn't they? They might have been picking around 20 anyway cuz they but lost it's crazy cuz game but JSN and Quentin Johnson went two picks before Flowers and Addison like yeah, Ugh. JSN I don't think is done yet. It's just they kind of need some better Situ- quarterback play. Is, and yeah. Once Lockett's out of there, that's kind of what he's the replacement for. Lockett's on a like. contract for a little bit still, but we'll see. But how he's that older. Goes. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I mean Muller top to top to bottom, decent. No one that I'm like, fuck, they're dropping 30. Like, if I'm playing him, I'm not terrified of anyone. Maybe Kamara. And then I guess Dell, too, right? <laughs> He's a certified Yeah, I would say those two, those two guys are the kind of pop-off guys. I'm questioning the Broncos' defense start over the Ravens' defense pretty heavily. He might, he might have just um, picked them up in waivers, potentially. I know he drafted them. Like you got to think that ju- you're you're a fan of the Chargers, Muller. Like you should know that they're gonna turn the ball over, <laughs> and also get fucking dunked on. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what his feelings are on the team. I know he hates Staley, but he he might still just be like, yeah, we're good. Like we could we could turn it around. I don't know, Muller. Uh, right into the group. Muller in denial. 
Yeah, I don't know his denial, like, range, I feel. Because he's kind of up and down with the Mets, I feel. The Nets, me and him, are just kind of constantly sad. And then the Devils, he just kind of follows when they're in the playoffs. So, don't really have uh, much input there. But yeah, yeah, let's swing over to Kurt. Um, his running backs, Connor and Montgomery. Uh, that's who he's playing. Connor been a little disappointing since he's come back from injury. And I don't expect much from him this week either going against a pretty tough Rams rushing defense. So I, I could see him having a decent game. I mean, the offense just in general is moving the ball better with Kyler, obviously. It hasn't benefited him in the passing game like we kind of expected it to to do. But, I mean, I, I think he'll score a touchdown at some point. And, and, I mean, I think Arizona's live in that game as well. They, it's a divisional game. It should be I, a I close think they can beat game. the Rams. Yeah. Like, there's definitely a world, you know? And even if I definitely think them, they can beat the Rams. Um, I, I just, I don't know. Connor hasn't looked great since coming back from injury. No, but no doubt. He's getting the opportunities. So, it's it's not like he's... It's not like he's looked bad. He just hasn't found the end zone yet, I guess I would say. Like, he's averaging four yards carry, which is healthy. He's just not getting – they're not converting in the red zone, basically. And then someone who has looked very good coming off injury is David Montgomery. Um, a little less opportunity now that they actually like Gibbs, but 9.7 a carry and 6.3 a carry and then a touchdown in each game as well. Especially against this rushing defense, dude. Like, the, the Packers. Yeah. The Packers' defense is, I don't know, they're just trash, right? Like, I don't know how yeah, else to describe I, it. I think they're going to have their way, and I think they'll be able to run the ball pretty easily. Um, it feels like the Lions are like, hey, now that we can trust Gibbs too, like, we'd much rather run have our zone. running back. Yeah, we'd yeah. much rather have our running backs touching the ball 35 times a game than Jared Goff throwing the ball 35 times a game. Um, which I mean at some point good. that might be the formula to win but like against the shitty Packers team that doesn't want to be there at noon like yeah just run the yeah. fucking ball that's so. what I would expect so I think David Montgomery hot take but I think the only person on Muller's team that possibly outscores him this week is Kamara right like just because Kamara gets so many touches I think Montgomery's gonna have a big game yeah and I mean I, I'm even more optimistic on Connor than like Eh, maybe a little more than Eckler, but I think Pollard will score as well. But I don't think he's giving up much in the running backs by any means. I, I think no, uh, not at all. I think these are good. Obviously, it's three on two, but um, it's two decent starts. I think receiver wise, Jamar Chase, DK Metcalf, Ayuk. I think that'll just be his three the rest of the way. He kind of couldn't really find a third when those guys were by or injured. But a very scary three when they are playing. Um, Jamar Chase will have to monitor what he does with whatever ass backup they have. He had the short touchdown last week to kind of salvage the week, but otherwise he was dudding pretty hard. Pittsburgh defense. He did have that one like 40-yard catch that he like missed his foot getting inbound. So I'm not out on Jamar Chase. Um but yeah, it's it's tough. I like Tank Dell better there. this week, I'd say, if we're going I agree. across the line. I agree. Just because the quarterback is so much better. 100%. And then Metcalf against the Niners. Metcalf coming on a little bit. Um, still probably not what you want 
for where you drafted him, but 16 and 20 the past two weeks. Niners. Short week against a Niners defense that has looked a lot better since. since yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not out on the Niners in general. Like they're just healthy. Although they just lost um, Tui Funga or whatever for the year, so. Oh yeah, I saw that. A little something to note, but. Um, that was their safety, right? I believe he's a safety. He's kind of yeah, like a box okay. safety linebacker type of guy. I I was yeah. about to Google, and I'm like, I don't know how to spell that word. So we'll leave that be. Um, but yeah, I mean, DK and Nico Collins, I think that's pretty uh, pretty washy, I'd say. I don't have a huge lean. Um, but Ayuk has been really awesome. And just when all the playmakers are there, like it helps Ayuk potentially with a few less targets and whatnot. But it just opens him up for the big play, and he's just been producing all year. Their offense just looks so much better. Yeah, it looks so much better with Debo out there and Trent Williams because one of the things we talk about a lot every week is like how much Christian McCaffrey has lowered the production of Debo Samuel just because he takes away a lot of those backfield plays. But when you have to game plan for the fact that the Niners can run all of these guys out of so many different formations and just kind of keep you guessing, like having Debo Samuel back does open it up for Ayuk, who's more of like a traditional X receiver, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I, I like the, I like the trio. I feel like I continue continuously will, I'd say for Kurt. It, he, his team just looks very good with the running backs back. It's just when they were both down, I think that's when he took a lot of his L's, but yeah. Um, and then I don't think there's anybody else we need to talk about on Kurt's no, team. Okay. <laughs> Um, Trey McBride on Muller's side has been decent. Um, it's what he was drafted to be. Like he was, he was a highly drafted tight end. Like rookie tight ends usually don't perform, but with Ertz out, he's been pretty good. And you know, it seems like Kyler's using him at least first two weeks back. Like mm-hmm. I think he'll continue to. He's he's better than. Let me say this: he's better than ninety nine percent of the tight ends that you could probably get at this point in time. So he's a good play, except he's probably the in a gigantic pit. On the other side, though, TJ yeah. against the Bears is uh, a... Back on his bullshit. Another yeah. bad week for TJ Hawkins. <laughs> seems to be the norm out of him, you know? It's just yeah. one good week here and there. Every yeah, agree. two out of three weeks. Um, but yeah, I think just in general, I like everything that Kurt's got going on. And I'm going to pick him. Uh, I already said it. I'm going to have to fade you. I mean, I think Kurt is the better play this week, but I will be taking Muller. Coolio. I guess I'll I'll pick first. We'll we'll alternate who picks first, so I can't just fa- automatically fade you okay. every time. That's fair. Um, we'll be fair. Let's swing over to Wells versus Travis. Wells at 5 and 6. He needs to get going. He's got very bad points for, so you figure he's got to get to 8 and 6 and win out. I'd say to get in, and then Travis at yes. seven and four with the most points by a pretty lengthy margin. If he wins one more game, he's probably in regardless. Yes, so, I think he's in if he doesn't win a single game more, which is possible. I, I think a seven and seven can. I, I think a seven seven win team is going to get in for sure. So let's get into it. Wells with Sam Howell against Dallas. Travis with Mahomes against. Vegas Sam Howell very bad game last week it's so weird um 
he's just very, very bad against the Giants, which is pretty funny and good. <laughs> well, against you can't blame else. him. He he ran into the buzzsaw that is the Giants' defense. I mean, <laughs> they've been doing this to quarterbacks all year. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know. I mean, Dallas does everything that we do infinitely better. So like, I don't see how this is going to go well for him, right? Uh, I don't know. Even last week in a game where he looked like absolute dog shit, he still did score 17.7 points for fantasy. Yeah, so, it was a late touchdown. And it was a yeah. rushing touchdown, too, in the first half. And the one thing about this Dallas game is I do fully expect the Cowboys to blow them the fuck out and Ron Rivera to not have a job on Friday, even though he shouldn't have a job today or five weeks ago, for that matter. But um, the Cowboys will get up early, I think. And so, yeah, like I do expect the Cowboys to kind of shit on them, but there's a garbage time points that you, you yeah. can, I think you can project in this game. I think that's fair. Um, I think putting him between like 17 and 21, I'd say would be my window. Yeah, and I don't I don't think he's going to It sounds crazy, but I don't think he's going to cede a lot of points to Mahomes on the other side this week. It's just so weird how pedestrian Mahomes has been. I mean, we saw firsthand like these receivers are just absolutely brutal. And even Kelsey failed him a couple times. Obviously the fumble in the in the red zone and then he dropped a a pretty key like third down on the not game-winning drive. Uh, I think they converted it the next play, but just in general, they're not firing on all cylinders by any means. Do you think they bounce back against Vegas, though? Like, I think this is a pretty this is defense nice has been good. Back. I know, but it's it's a team that he knows, and Andy Reid knows, and I mean, they just got embarrassed. Hate. Not literally embarrassed, like, score-wise, but, I mean, that wasn't a great result. They should I mean, have beat outs, the Eagles. Outs, this is going to be crazy to hear, but Mahomes on the year has only scored more than 20 points three times, and two of them were in the first three weeks of the season. That is wild. That is wild. And he did this last year, because I had him last year, and he just continuously fucked me. It's so um, crazy. I mean, Mahomes and, teams Mahomes are and Jefferson were, away. Mahomes and Jefferson away. were his two top picks, and Travis is still a good team, and they haven't done shit for him. It's pretty it's, crazy. It's like one of those things where, I mean, I think you're seeing is like their receivers are actually bad. Yeah, like, I love that Tony's bad, and it's awesome. Yeah, and so it's like one of those things where, like, do I expect the Chiefs to be there at the end of the year and possibly – I, I mean, right to, even today after the loss to Philly, I would still say the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Their like, defense I, they're is very, very good. good defense. Mm-hmm. But Mahomes, it's not that Mahomes has looked bad because anybody who watched that game saw Mahomes constantly hit his receivers in the fucking hands. Dude, the and he should have had another touchdown. He should have converted to. Like... Exactly. The fourth and 25 hit the guy in the fucking hands. So it was raining. It was a weird week. They should have won that game, to be honest with you. So I'm not out on the Chiefs, but in terms of fantasy production, the the they haven't scored points in the second half in three straight weeks, Billy. Yeah, that's like wild. the offense isn't what it was, and it doesn't have to be what it was because their defense is so good. So like against Las Vegas, like Las Vegas has looked good. They just kind of handled the Dolphins. Like the Las Vegas has been playing well. Um, I'm not expecting a big week on the road this week for Mahomes. To be honest with you. I, it sounds crazy, but I'd probably say he's either even or Sam Howell does better than Mahomes. You hear that? That's a live dog bargain. Wells, after the quarterback, <laughs> is still in this game. 
So let's yeah. get into the running backs. Josh Jacobs, Kareem Hunt for Wells. I think that's who he's going with. Ramondre Stevenson, is he playing against the Giants? I don't know. I don't think he has set his lineup yet. If Stevenson yeah, because A.J. Dillon's let's... interesting too with no um, Aaron Jones. Let's let's imagine um, just for this purpose that Ramondre Stevenson is playing because if you don't play him against the New York Giants, you're you're making a mistake. You think? Yeah, I, I do. I think uh, Stevenson is exactly what the Giants can never defend. Is like an athletic running back who's good in space, and like he's going to have a good game against us. And he's also the only reliable option on the Patriots. Like he got 23 touches a week ago. They're coming off a bye. Do I think this is going to be a good game or a high-scoring game? Absolutely not. But I do think Ramadre Stevenson the last few weeks has showed you why he kind of was a highly drafted running back. And, you know, if he's getting 20-plus touches a game or if he's getting 15 touches a game, I like his, his opportunity against the Giants. Brian Robinson had a day against us last week. So... He's as good as Brian Robinson. If he gets 24 touches against the Giants, he's going to score 20 points, is my thought. Do you think Wells goes with three running backs? He hasn't really gotten a ton of help from his receivers. I assume he's leaving Terry in. For the Howell stack. D-Hop, I know he's... Uh, D-Hop, it's hard to bench against the Panthers. And I guess it's hard to bench Cup, but, like, Cup has just been murdering him. And I don't know if Cup is going to play this week. Oh, yeah. I forgot he got injured. Um, and Cup has killed him for four straight weeks. So do you go through running backs is kind of my original question. A.J. Dillon with no uh, Aaron Jones? I mean, is that... So that here's the thing. You're you? talking about... You talk about AJ Dillon against a top five rushing defense in the in the Lions. Yeah. So in then do you just play you're... so then do you leave Kareem Hunt, Jacobs, and Stevenson? There's no way if Cooper Cup is playing, I'm ever benching him, even if it loses me my week. So I think the lineup now is you just swap Kareem Hunt out for Ramadre Stevenson. I think that's fair. That's fair. I would rather lose a cup in my lineup than bench him because he's just, he's a weak winner. Like, and when you're in a spot like Wells is right now where it's an absolute must win, like it would feel shitty to lose lose. a week. (laughs) Yeah. That's a tough pill to swallow for like your Mm -hmm. elimination loss. Like having your first rounder on the bench. Um, For sure. But yeah, let's swing over to Trav. He's got ETN and Brian Robinson. Um, does A Chain play? You're saying he's potentially out. He's definitely not gonna play. He's definitely gonna be out for like four weeks, dude. All right. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way he's playing this week. So I mean, ETN against Houston. I like that a lot. The Jags offense kind of got going a little bit, even though he kind of hasn't the past two weeks. I think this could be a a nice opportunity for him. Uh, the Texans kind of allow some yardage, so. Yeah, the yeah. Texans do not have a great rushing defense. They're kind of middle of the pack. Um, and ETN, like, yeah, the last two weeks, the he hasn't been as involved, but he's still getting his touches. And he did play two pretty tough defenses rushing-wise in the 49ers and Titans in back-to-back weeks. So I expect him to get back on track this week. And then Brian Robinson against Dallas. I'm worried about this, I'd say. Yeah. If they go down uh, big, I think it could be a tough week for him. 
The only thing I would say is is he's actually this year been used in the passing game a lot. He has seven catches um, last week and six the and week six prior. the week before. Yeah, he so he has been used in the passing game, and he is getting like a lot of touches every game. So like I think the I think the enemy is not a moron like Ron Rivera, and he's like, hey, like I actually have this extremely athletic like workhorse running back who is a three down back. Like why don't I actually use him? So. Normally, I would be worried in this spot. I don't think he's going to score 20-plus points a game, but I don't think it's outlandish to think that he can match whoever Wells puts in his RB2 spot. 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 I said spot. Um, no, I, I agree. Uh, and, I mean, looking at the stats, he's RB4, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. You know what's even crazier is he's RB4 off of, like, three gigantic weeks and then just normal weeks the rest of the weeks. Like... Yeah, some consistent that's how bad are that's how bad running backs are in fantasy now is is basically my point here receivers we touched on wells a little bit i think mclaurin's the play that mop up garbage time could be very valuable d hop against carolina i i think you leave him in there as well hope he scores um he is just kind of Big play dependent, it seems like. Well, it, Levis Will Levis in bad. general is just kind of not completing the ball and like the shorter intermediate. It's kind of yeah, he's struggling to say the least. And then I mean that the line's rough. Like we'll see. I want to see them with like a new coach and like a fresh start kind of thing. But besides the point. And then Cooper Cup, you play him. If Cooper Cup's out, you go three running backs. Is that kind of where we landed on that? If Cooper Cup is out, yeah, I think I think you probably put AJ Dillon in, even though it's a bad matchup, just because he's going to get the carries. And then just one quick thing to circle back, since we're kind of speed running through Wells' team, does Kyler Murray get any consideration over Howell? No, not for no. me at least. No. Okay, figured I'd ask. Um, swinging over. That's a really good D. I I don't know. It's just like Howell. He's been good. Like I, I don't know how else. Just like yeah, even in a down week last week, he still was good for fantasy. You know. Yeah, I just think that he's feeling more of a down week against Dallas. Like I, I don't know. Do I think Wells is thinking about it? Yes. Would I feel confident? Like, I don't know. I'd, I'd say a coin flip between those two. Fair enough. Swing over to Trav's receivers. Right now he's got Puka, Adam Thielen, and Michael Pittman in. Um, bench options. Godwin against Indy. Uh, I, guess, I guess let's... Or is Jefferson back this week? Is that a thing? No, no, no. They're, they're projecting week 14 for him to come back. Oh, my God. Yes. Huh. Okay. Noted. So, um... Which Puka... would be after their bye. Puka against Arizona, Adam Thielen against Tennessee, and Pittman against Tampa Bay. Thielen has come down to earth a little bit. Decent game last week, and I think he can do well against Tennessee. They're they're a sneaky one of the worst teams in the league, I think. They kind of skated by off a couple of fun wins, but they could very well be drafting top five. And I think, honestly, the Panthers are somewhat live in that game. Yeah, I think it'll be a close game. I don't think Thielen is going to have a big week, though. 
I think that's kind of behind him at this point. Um, it's just the targets still get there, like. Yeah, but Bryce Young has not looked good. Yeah, like he, you're not wrong. He might be a, a gigantic bust. And he hasn't looked good that. all year, though, and it hasn't really stopped Thielen's production. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just feel so. Thielen is just like a mids guy to talk about to me. I don't know how else to describe it. That's fair. Um, what are your thoughts on Puka? He's had the obviously the big up, a bit of a down. If Cooper Cup then... is out, he's a huge start for me this week. And if Cooper Cup is in, he's still a huge start for me this week. It seems like as long as Stafford's in the lineup, aside from one week where he had like a down week against Arizona the last time they played, like with Stafford in the lineup, Puka's been a great, great option. So I, I think he's a smash start this week. Okay, and then Pittman against Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, I mean, Pittman's been good. I like him with Minshew, just consistent scorer all all year. I like him probably better than Godwin um, as far as, like, this consistent flex guy, which are his two options. I could see Pittman scoring against Tampa. Tampa randomly kind of fun, and then some weeks I hate watching them more than anything. But I, I could see him scoring having 15 and keeping pace with whatever running back Wells puts in, right? Yeah, I think Pittman is is a good option. Like he's he's been good pretty much all year um in the flex spot and I I would say he probably outscores anybody that Wells puts in the flex um assuming it's not Cooper Cup, you know. That would yeah. be the only person I wouldn't be as confident against. But like he's he's been consistent with Minshew basically. He's getting 10 targets plus a game for the most part. There's only been two. He's only had three weeks this year where he's gotten less than eight catches, which is insane. So, like, he's going to get used a lot. And then tight end. Each of them kind of have some a decision-ish, I'd say. Um, Engram against the Texans is probably the play. Kate Otten's just fun because um, he kind of became a meme. He also dropped a touchdown. He would have had a nice week last week. Yeah. So. I was laughing at that, but I think you ride with Engram. I'd say the more interesting conversation is Njoku against Denver or Isaiah Likely now on Travis's team, obviously with Andrews on IR. I was trying to scoop him this week. Pretty how bad. involved do you think money. Likely gets in? Like, how much of the game plan is him now? Like, um, There was a few targets last week and, like, opportunities last week where he just kind of, like, could have been used, but I don't know. The Ravens kind of were in control of that game. Last year, when Andrews was out, likely was a very good play, and he is a very good tight end. It's just he's the number two tight end, so he's not getting as many looks. Personally, though, I would not play him this week over Njoku, who has had he's been on you know, fire. Five, he's had five straight very good weeks at the tight end position, and even without Deshaun Watson, he's been doing that, because um, Deshaun Watson is a fucking joke and basically never plays. Um, so I would start Njoku against this Denver defense much more than I would want to start likely, especially because Denver is literally last in the NFL against tight ends. And then for my winner, or do you want to go first? I'll go first. Um, going to take Wells. I don't know. I'm just going to take Wells. Uh, just because? Just because, but also... If Cooper Cup is playing, I kind of like it. And I think Stevenson's 
in line to have a big game against the Giants, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm going to go Trav. I just think there's less question marks up and down. Um, he doesn't have... His team still is good. Like uh, He just doesn't really have any depth like decisions to make anymore. Like Previously, it's like, oh, does Mostert get in here? Like I think we can kind of just speed run through Trav's lineup now. He doesn't really have depth. It's kind of what he gave up, but I, I still think it's a strong team. And Yeah, I mean, Wells is definitely live, but... Um, I, I'm just leaning Trav. I, I think it's just there's there's no question marks really on Travis's team in my eyes. Yeah, and there's just more on Wells's side. But with that, let's swing over to Steve V Husser. So both four and seven, both definitely need to win out. It's a shame because it looked like Steve was gonna continue the the fun run. Um, and then Aaron Jones fucked him one more time. And I mean, even still, AJ Brown just needed nine points. Like I thought that was a lock heading into the following day. But um, so Bill, I I actually wanted to talk about this game first because it is our first actual loser leaves town game. Ooh. Anybody, whoever loses this game is not going to make the playoffs. And Husser, I might have some bad news for you. Uh, continue <laughs> though. <laughs> yeah, and then Husser had a nice spirited effort last week to keep his season alive. He's one of the top scorers. Um, I mean, Tyreek Hill is just kind of good, and the rest of his team isn't super great. But, um, but yeah, I I don't know if either one of these teams are going to make the playoffs, and obviously one of them will be dead by Monday night. So let's get yeah. into it. Steve's got C.J. Stroud against Jacksonville for the time being. I think last week Herbert actually did outscore him. So the one week I think he made the change, it kind of screwed him. <laughs> I'm going with Stroud over Herbert again. Um, Herbert against Baltimore is a little scary, and I think Stroud against Jacksonville is just funner and better. Herbert against Baltimore just sounds like a nightmare. Um, I, I would definitely go with Stroud as well. And then Husser is between Purdy and Fields, who had a nice game last week. I think you ride with Purdy. Um Two good defenses in Seattle and Minnesota. Um, I think you ride with Purdy, though, personally. Has he already seen them this year as well? Did they already play? Seattle? Yeah, they played oh earlier in the year. This guy doesn't fucking I lay thought. off the horn. Um, oh, no, actually, no. I'm, I'm mistaking them. Uh, no, they the haven't, played, no, yet they haven't played yet this year. Yeah, Seattle's interesting. Is it going to be Drew Locke, too? That could be kind of fun. Uh, I think they, so the, I just saw that Gino's questionable and Kenneth Walker is doubtful. Um, hmm. so I think Gino's going to play. Um, but I would wager that Gino doesn't play the full game if he's actually hurt on a short week. So we'll see. Um, personally, I would never start Justin Fields. Um, you hate him. Yeah, I think he's trash, and I'm praying to God that the Bears still run him out there next year and don't draft a quarterback in the first round, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. He's just bad. And Purdy, um, I don't I don't have the stat handy, the exact amount it is, but uh, I'll send you the graph, but there's a graph where it's like EPA per play, um, and Purdy is literally miles ahead of every single other fucking quarterback out there like he's playing like his efficiency is insane off the charts he's it's obviously a function 
of the Mike or of the Kyle Shanahan offense, but he's playing very well. Like he's played like an elite quarterback. And to be honest, the fact that he's not an MVP consideration is a little weird. I think it's just because they don't give him any credit for what the Niners are doing. Um, but yeah, I think Purdy is a great start this week against Seattle, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, especially if it's locked, like they're just going to have the ball the whole time and be able to score. It's, Seattle's just so up and down. Around. Yeah. I think just in general, these three Thanksgiving games are going to be sucky. Um, three kind of shittings, but we'll see how it goes. Running back wise. Um, so, I mean, let's start with Husser because if Walker's out... It's going to be Jonathan Taylor. Pacheco so let's talk and about Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Pacheco against the Raiders should be fine. Um, I mean, they can't throw the ball. like they. Maybe they should lean on him a little more. Uh, 19 carries last week is nothing to spit at. You hope he falls but in the end zone. they're just not... That's the thing is they're not getting to the... They're not getting to the goal line to even do that lately. And, like... His runs this year that have been touchdowns have pretty much been like Home they're not runs. goal line runs. Yeah. They're they're from outside the red zone and I don't know. I, I I like normally I would say like yeah, but the Raiders have played a lot better the last few weeks. Um if he's gonna do it, it's gotta be against the Raiders. Like they their rushing defense is bad, so like I, I, I don't comes. hate I, I, I don't love do. it, but the the Chiefs need to start scoring. Like they gotta figure out this offense. Like I was shocked after the bye that didn't figure it out. So maybe this week they get it going against a, a punching bag in the Raiders for them normally. I think they will. This is a team that's been in the AFC Championship like however many years in a row. Like They'll start turning it around probably about now, I'd say. And, I mean, they're not going to play the Eagles front every week either. Like Jalen Carter and them boys are, are no joke. So I, I think it's a good start. And then Taylor against Tampa, I think, also slides in nicely as your RB2. Still hasn't had the big Jonathan Taylor week. I don't know if that's coming at any point because the Colts are just kind of mids. But, I mean, I think 12 to 15 is to be expected, and then your fist pumping if you get 20 is kind of my mindset. Yeah, the only thing is the Buccaneers' defense has been very good against the run all They're pretty year, banged so... up. I think they lost linebackers last week. Oh, did they? Did they really? Okay, mm-hmm. so then that would, that would probably change how i think about it but jonathan taylor if he's getting 20 touches a game i'm expecting 15 plus points which has been great for if for the rb position this year so um i don't hate hustlers running backs at all I, I just think they need to perform with where you'd expect them to and then let's go to the other running backs so steve's got Mixon and rashad white with aaron jones out uh there's no other options so yeah, Rashad White, uh, it just cracks me up. The amount of just catches for zero yards he seemingly gets is so many. Yeah, just keep, I know. He's been on a tear, and it's just he catches it like four yards into the backfield, like can't make a guy miss, and then just falls right at that line of scrimmage. and It's just like point. But they're feeding him. They're like, hey, yeah. this guy's going to touch the ball 15-plus times a game. We don't give a fuck what happens. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, it's been working. Same thing with Mixon. He's got both of these running backs are the exact same running backs. They're just in different conferences. Just volume guys that are just suck Just holes. volume like... guys who suck. <laughs> I will say, Mixon, before Burrow got hurt last week, actually was running pretty well. Like, I was surprised that he looked pretty good. But, like, they're the exact same narrative where it's like, they're not that great. They're not efficient. But 
their team is intent on establishing the run, which means they're going to see the ball 15 plus times a game because there's no other running back on their roster that's there to spell them. Yeah, no doubt. And it's like, by that mindset, I kind of like them better than Husser's running backs, if I'm being well, honest. Yeah. Just like, because... If they each get you 17, like... I think that gets the job done, and I think that's very realistic. We'll see how bad the Bengals' offense is without Burrow. Um, Would it be worse than Kenny Pickett with the Steelers? I'm not saying. I don't think so. I don't, no, Kenny Pickett's the worst. I, I don't. I don't yeah. argue that, but it could be like a 13 to 10, like real schlog. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, have you seen the over under for that game yet? I think it's like 35 or 31. Oh, or I might shit. love the under, spoiler alert. Yeah, I was already <laughs> thinking about that under. That's why I said. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just ew. I don't know how else to describe these running backs that are just like they're great for fantasy, but I hate watching them in real life. And then let's do receivers. Steve's got CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, and then he's got Drake London in the flex for the time being. Um, I think he made the right move, kind of giving Jacoby Myers his bench roll back. Um, we'll see how London is. Uh, Ritter's back, which is not fun for anyone. Um, I don't know. He kind of scores touchdowns sometimes. Like, and Would it you just start seems Romeo like Jacoby- Dobbs? over london i think i I don't know what the fuck's going on with the packers like that's a good defense it seems like they're getting the the rookie guy involved a bit um yeah but the passing defense for the lions isn't that good yeah but neither is jordan love like oh yeah that's the reverse card the uno (laughs) reverse card you just give me with And I don't know, like watson had a had a touchdown last week it's like i i don't know who the guy is and there might be no it's, guy so it's like i don't know if i'm now what? he's missing aaron jones even though aaron jones fucked him literally all year like no i mean I, this I, is an yeah. oh this is gross cd lamb is now you don't you have confidence in the game Brown. right but what's up yeah cd lamb gigantic game right like cd lamb yeah he's just been on a tear AJ Brown fucked him last week. Yeah, very bad. No sh- he was crying on the sidelines in the second quarter. And I was like, oh, here he comes. AJ Brown's about to get fed, and he didn't get fed. So best believe this week he's going to get fed. Yeah, Buffalo defense, specifically secondary, pretty thin. I, I think the Birds will be able to move the ball. I think in general, both teams are going to be able to chuck it a little bit. I, I think that could be a pretty fun game. Yeah, it could be a pretty high scoring game. Um, but yeah, AJ Brown's got to bounce back. I I think that's an anomaly. Agreed. Came at a very very bad time for Steve and potentially fucked his season. But um, yeah, I mean I, I'm still very confident starting him. And I then mean, I think London Steve's is obviously terrifying. What? He started. He started zero and six. I think that fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, more than AJ Brown, Dookie, and game. Yeah. He's but... one of the better teams in the league. <laughs> yeah, in all honesty, like he's my friend and everything, but like I, w- I wouldn't hate him being eliminated. Yeah, I don't want him. I wouldn't want him. A little scary. Either. Seems a yeah. little scary, and and it's not like he's never won. Like he literally has the trophy. Like he can be fed. He can twice. FedEx. Yeah, the bag. only legit two-time winner. Has Kurt won it twice? No, Corey has, but there's an asterisk on the COVID year. Okay, okay. 
Um, yeah, Drake London, that's plug your nose and see what happens. Is there anybody on waivers? No the waiver wire. Not better than London, I'd say. Ugh. Who's the top guy? Jonathan Mingo for the Panthers. Okay, let's move on. Let's yeah. keep it moving. <laughs> um, the waiver wire in this league is terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Everybody's got like every it. good player. Well, yeah, it makes it super competitive. Yeah. Um. So let's swing over to Hustlers receivers. Tyreek Hill, just fucking beast MVP. That's a smash no yeah, matter I'm what. That he's not the betting favorite for the MVP because the quarterbacks have been terrible this year. If he hits 2,000 yards and he doesn't get the MVP, it's no longer anything but a quarterback award. Like, that'll 100% be the nail. And more specifically, like, a team him. award. It's just, like, who's the quarterback for the number one seed? Like, it's it's pretty lame. <laughs> like Yeah, it's like, Tyreek, if Tyreek Hill isn't on the Dolphins, they're not anywhere. Waddle's good, don't get me wrong, but Tyreek Hill is, like, far and away did you see his breakaway speed last week on, like, that slant touchdown he had? Yeah, he, he had the jump, slant. so, like, he literally Dude. was not in stride and just continued moving, like... Bro, he just... It, it was like watching, like, a fucking... It was like watching Usain Bolt. Like, he was so fast Cheetah, man. after the catch. It was insane. And, like, I was just like, holy shit, this guy is so good. Um, He's... Yeah, he's gonna be great this week. Like, he's gonna have a monster week, I think, against the Jets this week yeah um so that's good Tough defense best against the receivers in the nfl but it's tyreek fucking hill like he's not gonna just line up on sauce like he's gonna be involved plenty of times this week then it gets dicey with the rest of the receivers um he's got cooks and gabe davison i seen from last week but then the bench options are chris olave and that's pretty much it so you have to start two out of three of Cooks, Olave, and Davis. I think Olave plays, although he kind of had his only good week in a while with Jameis. So it's like, is Olave If Jameis is playing, I love Olave. Yeah. If Jameis is playing. I think he's I in regardless, and I think you go Cooks as well, and just because I, I think that's going to be a beatdown of the skins. You saw how bad their defense is. Like, DeVito had success against them. Like Cooks can score, and then Gabe Davis is ba- Gabe Davis has banged you. Like you gotta. This you gotta is what Gabe Davis down. is. He was good the first few weeks of the season, and we were like, "Oh, maybe he's turning a corner." And then he was like, "No, you guys are right. I actually do suck dick, and I'm gonna have six terrible weeks in a row." Um, it's just hard. Like I think you gotta play Brandon Cooks, like you said, because this is gonna be a week where I think the Cowboys on the national stage, like, are going to want to put it on the commanders, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just tough because Davis is playing a pretty weak secondary um, in a potentially high-scoring game. I think Davis could score, but we'll see. Yeah. Philly but does it seems like Shakir is... Khalil Shakir has gotten the uh, kind of secondary target. That was one, like, yeah, catch and run. That's, like, two of the last three weeks, though, that he's gotten kind of targets. Yeah. I don't know. Anybody besides Stefan Diggs and Dalton Kincaid, I don't want on the Bills, basically. So, yeah, I'd probably play Brandon Cooks over Gabe Davis. And then tight ends, Jake Ferguson, Cole Komet, who cares? <laughs> Anything? Agreed. And then Just a, a winner. I think this is tough. Um, 
think I'm gonna go Steve. I hate Drake London. Uh, it's scary, but I hate like Gabe Davis as well. And I think the running backs starts, on Steve's are better. I'm praying that Jameis Winston starts. Because then, um, yeah, then Husser's alive. I'd say. I think this is a close game. If Jameis Winston, I'm gonna take Husser. Um, please, Jameis, start. Please. Very well. Very well. Let's swing over to Corey V. Proc, two seven and fours. Um, yeah, big big heavyweight matchup. I think this is like your two and three seed or three three and four probably. Um, so yeah, this is this is major implications for two teams that probably want a buy pretty bad. Corey is going with Trevor Lawrence. Does he have another quarterback? No, it looks like he's riding Trevor who. Came up big for him last week against Houston. And then Proc has made the quarterback switch to Russell Wilson with Burrow going down. So that's fun. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is a much better start. I think Russell against Cleveland is kind of the end of this little hot run he's having. Because, I mean, they, were, they weren't moving shit against the Vikings for a while. Like, I know they've won five in a row or whatever and saved their year. Like, that's all fine and dandy, but... I think the Cleveland defense is just a different animal, and I, I think Trevor just has a much better matchup and a higher ceiling in general. I'd almost consider playing Gardner Minshew over Russell Wilson. Um, I, I, I don't think no, you can. I, He's got to, Proc's got full Bronco brain right now. I, I don't think you're you're saying it's anything like Russell Wilson is play, like everyone's like oh Russell Wilson is fixed. It's like. I don't know. The Broncos are winning, and don't get me wrong, they've looked a lot better the last few weeks, but Russell Wilson, am I crazy? I still don't think he looks that good out there. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. They're kind uh, like, of winning I, with I, defense. I, like, they're winning with defense. He's doing better, enough, he's been, but I don't think... And he's better he's than last a, year, but, I mean, like, yeah, he's just better than like, Hackett. Like, I think that's, that's all just that Russell is. Russell Wilson is. Like, he doesn't throw interceptions. Like, last year was a fluke interception-wise, but he's, like, a safe cookie-cutter quarterback. Like, he's only thrown, like, in the in the last six weeks where, oh, Russell Wilson has looked great, he's eclipsed 200 yards one time yeah. and thrown more than one touchdown twice. Like, I don't know. Um, I hate this for Proc. Um, Joe Burrow going down was a gigantic loss for him. Yeah. It makes Proc's team um, a lot weaker. And I wouldn't start Derek Carr. I wouldn't start Derek Carr over Russell either. Derek Carr is just, ugh, I would hate to put him. I don't know. I, on the flip side, though. to start, though, man. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I think you've got to start Russ. But on the flip side, is Trevor Lawrence, like, he had one good week. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, the Jaguars he, have had. He might be healthy now. Against. That's one thing. Dude, he's so what for the first ten weeks of the season he wasn't healthy. Yeah, he had a huge ass knee brace on. Yeah, but coming off, so he plays the Niners and then he, on in five days he becomes healthy. Like, I don't know. I I think the Tennessee passing defense is just terrible. They had a day against Tennessee and I don't I think hate it's a him nice against matchup against Houston is the thing. Yeah, I could see him getting twenty five. Texans aren't that great against the pass. Um, the last three weeks, they've besides last, like they looked good last week, but 
you know, Kyler Murray had a good game, but Burrow torched them, and even uh, Baker Mayfield had a good week against them. So I think you're right. You take Trevor Lawrence here. Um, you're, you're definitely not wrong. Um, Versus what you get on the waiver wire, like who? Like DeVito? Like, I don't even know who. No, Corey losing Dak was a bigger loss. Well, um, he, he traded him. Yeah, so Trevor Lawrence, I don't love it, but I like him a lot more than Russell Wilson. There's literally nobody that you can play on the waiver wire right now. None. There's it's literally Geno none. Smith or Jake Browning and like Bryce Young. Like everyone's rostering quarterbacks. There's not guys. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't understand why we like this always happens. I feel like people roster two quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I I typically don't. Um... It's because there's been so many. There's been like think about it. Daniel Jones, Sean Watson. Yeah, that's the thing. Four quarterbacks that were drafted, like Daniel Jones, Deshaun Watson, uh, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins, all hurt. Tannehill, all benched. Jimmy Garoppolo benched. Um, Aaron Rodgers hurt. Like all these guys that would have been in lineups are all hurt. So it's like the quarterback waiver wire is terrible this year. Mm -hmm. So, in summary, I like Trevor. Running Agreed. backs, Corey's got his rookies back, Bijan, Jameer, and then Prox got McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. I don't know who you want to start with first. Uh, let's just start with Corey. Gibbs has been electric. Gibbs uh, is really the, good. <laughs> well, I think it's like everybody knew Gibbs was good. It's just that the Lions finally figured it out. And like now we're back to the point where with Corey's team, it's like, we literally talked the first half of the season how we loved his rookie, like having two rookie running backs starting, and he's finally got like both these guys actually rolling. Finally, it just took till week ten. Yeah, we'll see. I, Robinson's just confusing because he's randomly in the doghouse. Um, how is New Orleans rushing defense? I think a lot of this game will be on the ground on both sides. Number four in the league. Um, they're a tough yeah. defense, so. It's going to be a slug it out game, but I do like Robinson's ability to score a touchdown here. Uh, it feels like Arthur Smith is like, hey, like, let me actually start playing this guy a little bit more. Um, they're coming off a bye. Uh, I would expect Robinson to get 20 touches, and I like his ability to fall into the end zone. And then you think Gibbs scores as well on Thanksgiving? I think Gibbs is going to have a. I think he's going to have a monster week. To be yeah. honest with you. I think the I think the Lions are going to really want to lay it into the Packers and like kind of sh- rub their face in it. Mm-hmm. Especially they get off to a slow, slow start against the Bears. I, I think they'll come out firing. So it's it's just like if he's getting fifteen touches, like he's gonna. I I, I one I think he's going to score, and two I think there's a very big opportunity he breaks a long run or or reception mm-hmm. for a touchdown. So I love the rookie running backs this week. And then on Brock's side, McCaffrey, not a ton to say. He's just very, very good, obviously. Uh, just He's an auto 20. Auto 20. So that's good. What's been bad has been Derrick Henry of late. And yeah. Which is also something we called before the years like, hey, this might finally be the year where he slows down. Which, um, here's the thing I think they'll be in this game against Carolina. Like, I think it'll be close. So he won't be completely taken out of the script. Issue and they is are he the second worst defense. Yeah, but they are the second worst rushing defense. So it's like if Henry gives you one last hurrah here, tractor Cito season loading as well. Um, I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. 
I would have loved to see him get traded to a contender. Um, I don't think, I think he wanted they kinda... to. I think it was like Saquon. They, I think they kind of gave him the choice, and he hung. No, on. from what I was reading is that the ownership said that they were unwilling to let Henry well, there you go. go. Same ish um, concept of yeah. Everyone's wearing these jerseys. I feel bad for him because I don't. I I still think he has juice left in the tank, but with this this Titans team is like fundamentally broken right now. Yeah, like they they really need a better they, like their line is broken. Their receivers are kind of mids and old. Their secondary is broken. Like aside from like, I mean, who do they have to be exciting on their team about? Justin Simmons, right? Their defensive tackle, which is like he's the, very good. Like he's one of the best defensive tackles in the league. But it's like I don't know. Uh, needless to say, I, I mean, you gotta your hope is he falls into the end zone this week. Um. I think he can. I, I think this could be the last ride for Derrick Henry and could give Proc the the victory. But, um, yeah, it's scary though. <laughs> he scored two points like multiple times, and that's not what you want. You think Rabel's out there? I feel like that would be a bad move to fire Rabel. To be I, honest with you, I'm hearing that's what they're doing, and it could be uh, him going to the Patriots. I think that's a terrible move by them because I think Vrabel's a good coach. It just seems like their GM has absolutely destroyed them with uh, drafting and free agency the last few years. Yeah, so. Because they're competitive. Like, last year they should have made the playoffs too, and they just didn't have a quarterback to throw the ball. Yeah, I don't think it's a Malik smart Willis move form. by any means, but I, I could see even the GM getting fired and them just kind of starting over a little bit. Well, they bit. fired the GM last year. Oh, okay. So. so I think the guy in now might be might so the, have, might this guy's new and this or... is like the Levis guy. So maybe he wants someone who can develop him. Yeah, and he's done with. I, I think Levis is. I don't. I'm not out on Levis. I just think he's in a shit situation as well. Like he, he doesn't he really was have. Raw, he was raw to begin with. Like he has the yeah. dummy arm talent, but like Kentucky offense. So yeah, I'd say give him time. Um, receivers. Amon Ra has been so fucking good for Corey. Um, and then he's got Josh Downs and Addison. Um, I can't believe I drafted Garrett Wilson over Amon Ra. Yeah, so Amon Ra, very good. I think that's a smash against Green Bay. Definitely better than CeeDee Lamb. Mm, we'll see. Um, Josh Downs against Tampa. That's a little risky, right? <laughs> I mean... He's killed him two weeks in a row, but before that, he was very good with Gardner. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, how do you I go mean, you're like not going to go him over, Yeah, no Rasheed yeah. Rice, no JSN. If Noah Brown comes back, do you do that? I don't know. If, I think Noah Brown only had his opportunities play. with Nico out, but yeah, go ahead. If Noah Brown is back, I would play Noah Brown over Josh Downs. And then you leave Addison in as well, who hasn't been super yes. impressive with Dobbs is the only thing. Well, I mean, Addison had those two good weeks off the trade, and then he hasn't really been much, even with Cousins uh, getting hurt in that game. So, I don't know. Um, I would leave Addison in just because you know that he Bears. is the number one receiver option there, and they're playing the Bears, who, even though they have one good corner, their defense as a whole isn't that great. Yeah, Addison definitely stays. Um, I didn't even really know why I posed that as a question, but yeah. Where is Noah Brown? Is he? He's on his IR. Oh, okay, I don't see that for some reason. He's on his IR, but he's questionable, but 
I'm assuming. I I would play Noah Brown over Downs, to be honest with you. Yeah. But yeah, not a lot to love outside of Amon Ra, I feel, just in general. Yeah. I think he got some middling 10-point receivers, but we shall see. On Proc's side, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, and then he's got Charbonnet in the flex. If Kenny's out, I think that's a that's a very nice move. He obviously can catch the ball a little bit as well. He is doubtful. Ken- Kenneth Walker is not going to be playing this so, week. So, do you like Charbonnet over, let's see, Watson, Sutton, Hollywood? Oh, he's got some options. I like Charbonnet over everybody else. What I don't like is Deontay Johnson um, this week. Deontay's t- and then I, I kind of want to get wacky with it. I know I just I endorsed. That, Sutton. I, I know I just endorsed Derrick Henry, but like, is there a voice in your head that's saying move Charbonnet up to the RB two, and then you go three receivers with like Keenan Allen, Sutton, and like Hollywood, or I don't know. Hollywood's killed him. Yeah, I maybe maybe he's got the right lineup, but you want Deontay out for who Sutton? Yeah. Damn. I kind of. Uh, you can't bench Derrick Henry this week. If there's ever a week where he's going to be. Yeah, no, I, I was getting cute defense. there. I think Charbonnet is a lock uh, just because he can catch the ball out of the backfield and Christian he has looked Watson? good in this opportunity. I no, I definitely think Deontay is sitting on my bench and Cortland Sutton's going in. So, Re- Proc, you've been waiting all year to hear this, but Cortland Sutton, that touchdown he had last week was pretty legit. Um,. It was super it nice. Seems it was super nice. The Cleveland defense is tough, but he is the number one option because Judy sucks so much dick. So I, I would put Sutton in, and I, I would think you're playing Russ, you might as well play his number one option and hope that you get a touchdown, and then that's 10 points there, Brock. I think I agree. And then anything on Keenan Allen against Baltimore? He's the only person on his team who can catch a fucking ball. So he's starting... Yeah. And going to have a huge week, no matter what. I just kind of wanted to give him his flowers. It was a nice game last week. Baltimore is very good um, on defense, and they kind of have been destroying some teams. This is definitely a game where I think Baltimore absolutely shits on the Chargers. Um, but Keenan Allen's going to get 15 targets, and he's probably going to convert 10 of them. So I, I like Keenan Allen. And then a good tight end matchup, Kincaid and Laporta, those two fun rookies. Kincaid's been Kincaid's kind really of the good. number two option there. Yeah. If it's not if it's not Diggs, it's been Kincaid, and it's like it's another one of those guys where it's like you draft this guy high to play tight end for you. Like, why are you playing Dawson Knox over him? Why is he not getting targets? Like, just the guy's fucking probably good. wasn't blocking. Like, like yeah, every it's tight just end. like <laughs> but he's been he's been good. Um, and then Sam Laporte on the other side, kind of cooled off. Um, the last two weeks, um, Jameson Williams kind of got some burn last week. I think Jameson Williams is going to be didn't more involved. Move the ball until the very end of the game last week. I wouldn't look too much into it. And he had like a two point conversion. Like so, they still have red zone shit for him. Yeah, these are two rookie tight ends who, you know, they could have a shitty week, but I think they're in for good weeks this week. To be honest with you. Okay, um, this is a tough one. I think I'm going to go. Give me Proc. I don't know. Because I'm scared of Corey's two and three receivers, but I'm scared of 
Brock's quarterback is kind of where I'm I... going to take Corey because these are the weeks he always fucking wins. He always wins. These I, I, he's definitely live. I, I, I think this is really tough. I'm very close. But... I just have a very, very bad feeling that Derrick Henry and Russell Wilson are going to sink Brock's week. Yeah, that's, that's definitely fair. Um, let's go to your game next. You versus Rasp. This is kind of another <laughs> loser leaves this town. This is a loser leaves town. This is yeah. This is loser leaves town. I'd say more so, more so for you. Um, like Re- I need a win because Rasp my has tiebreakers on like the Kurt and Mullers, and then you don't. So you're kind of two games out. He's kind of one. Um. So yeah, uh, let's get into it. Lamar against the Chargers. You've already said this is going to be a shitting. You're fully expecting that. You're not. Um, sorry, sorry, my bad. <laughs> um, my mic was muted, but no, Lamar. Yeah, expecting the shit on them, but the issue with Lamar is that when they get to the goal line, he doesn't get the the touches anymore. So, like, last week, his his touchdowns came from, like, hey, he's actually having to throw the ball. Um, so, yeah, I think this should be a shellacking on the Chargers, but I'm not expecting Lamar to have a gigantic week. I, you know, I would be happy if he matches Jalen Hurts, because unlike Hurts, who does get all of the goal line carries, Lamar does not. Yeah. Um, Hurts, in general, is just kind of heating up a little bit, I'd say. I'm granted... No. No, 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 no. You don't think so? No, he's he's got 13 turnovers on the year. I know he's turning the ball understand. over, but he's he's getting the rushing touchdowns and like I know the the offense yeah. they had a bad game against the Chiefs, which is a good defense. You don't think he's going to have a day against Buffalo like he had a No, nice I ga- don't. He I, had a I, nice I... game against Dallas, tore up Washington. Nice game against. Dude, like, he hasn't real, had a lot of. From a real football perspective, yeah, real no. Football, but from but a, I'm, I'm saying fantasy. Fantasy football. I don't think he'll probably White score twenty either. But I'm saying he he's heating up fantasy wise. Like the. Yeah, he's gonna score twenty points. I would agree with you there, hundred percent. So. Shouldn't be an MVP talk, though. This is ridiculous that he's the front runner for MVP. Is he the front runner? Yes, he's the betting favorite for MVP right now, and he has 13 turnovers on oh, the year. That, that's just the books stealing a bunch of pillheads' money. Like I, I wouldn't read too far into that. There's no way. It'd give, 15 they, passing touchdowns and 13 turnovers. He's so like, much worse than he was last year, and they didn't give it to him last year. <laughs> like he deserved it last yeah. year. Like I don't know. I, I I'd be stunned if he won MVP. I, I think he'd have to really turn it on. Like I, I'd give it to AJ Brown before Hurts. I'd give it to Tyreek Hill. That that's who I think should be the yeah. MVP right now. Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd be annoyed if Hurts won. Um, but yeah, I I think I think both quarterbacks are going to be good. I, I think Hurts is a little safer, a little higher floor. Like Lamar's shown you that in a blowout he can score fifteen points. Like Hurts in a bad game like scores twenty. So it's like that's what I'd be afraid of, but. I think both will score between like 23 and 28, I'd say. Yep. Running backs, you got Jerome Ford against Denver, and then the new guy, Kyron Williams against Arizona. Uh, They did cut my king, Darrell Henderson. So it seems like Kyron's full speed ahead. Um, Yeah, talk about your guys. 
Yeah, Kyron, I mean, with Matt Stafford. The thing I was worried about last week is if they lost and Stafford was like kind of like going to be out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Kyron with Stafford's great. Um, he's coming off five weeks of rest. On a, it wasn't like the same thing as A-Chain, which is like his actual knee being an issue. It was a high ankle sprain, so he should be good to go. And he's playing the 29th rushing defense in the NFL. So fully expecting him to have at least a mediocre to good week, which would be better than I've gotten from my RV position pretty much all year with Chubb out. Um, and then Ford playing the 32nd ranked rushing defense. He's good. Like, he's actually good as a player. He finally scored last week because uh, they didn't give it to Kareem Hunt. Um, the issue is, like, DTR starting and... <laughs> Like, the Denver defense has looked significantly better the last few weeks. So, a little worried, to be honest with you. But I just can't get... I I can't stomach starting Javante Williams against the Cleveland defense. And I can't stomach starting Raheem Mostert against the Jets defense, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think you got the right guys. It's always just scary starting a new like a, a guy coming off the IR, but it also is like your new toy that you want to play with. I, I think well, you got the two right in. What's up? It fucked me last week. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think you got the guys. Um, I'm not doing cartwheels for either one, but I think it's consistent scorers um, that can be good. On Rasp's side, we got Alexander Madison against Chicago, and then Gus Edwards, who is just... Becoming a takes all of Lamar's touchdowns. Yeah, becoming a very legit goal line vulture back. Um, he gets more touches than that. He's not like a Mike Tolbert, but when he scores touchdowns, he he packs some nice nice weeks from the running back position. Um, and it'll be uh, that'll probably decide the game honestly if he gets the touchdowns or if Lamar does. So that'll be fun. Yep. Um, yep. And then Madison, like pretty. Why, why is he not starting Singletary over Madison is what my question. It feels like the Texans finally realized what we've been talking about for two years now, which is Devin Singletary is pretty fucking good. Yeah, so maybe... why don't you actually give him the ball? Did he not set his lineup? Well, he had Devin Singletary starting last week, so I'm surprised that he doesn't have yeah, him in there again. Yeah, I'm surprised by that as well. I mean, is uh, what's his name? Is Pierce back? But also, like... Should that matter? Like Singletary put oh, together yeah, better I think weeks. Pierce, I think Damian Pierce is back actually. But Singletary's had better weeks than Pierce has had all year. Like, yeah, but when he's back, they give him both carries, which is stupid. But I don't know. It seems like Madison's in like a one A and one B with that random dude on my team too. Hi Chandler. Yeah, I, I would start Singletary. I mean, I know he's I'm playing him, but I would start Singletary over Madison. I'd probably agree with that. Um, curious what his logic is. So text me when you get to this point. But um, yeah, Gus Edwards is scary. If Gus Edwards has has a week, like you can outscore both your guys combined. Um, Madison, I think, is a non-factor. I don't care if it's Chicago. He's just so meh in my head. Yep. Um, I think it's pretty even. I, I think Gus Edwards is the scariest, but I think you definitely have two and three by a considerable margin. Um, and I'm curious to see what Kyron's like as well. Um, it's kind of like once we acknowledged he was good, he was gone. <laughs> so it's like I, I don't really have tabs on how 
like efficient or like explosive. If he's getting he twenty touches, like he's gonna have a good week. Yeah. The last time he played the Cardinals, he had twenty for one hundred and fifty eight and a touchdown. So that's that's of note. <laughs> that's definitely of note. Um Yeah. So yeah, I, I lean your guys, I guess, because Gus like he needs two touchdowns to play out that scenario that makes it close. So um I lean you there. Receivers, you got Mike Evans, Zay Flowers, and Lockett. So Garrett Wilson on the bench is the storyline here. Um, I, I'm, I'm. There's no shot in hell I'd ever start a, a wide receiver playing for Tim Boyle. Yeah, Boyle's Especially rough. Against Jalen <laughs> Boyle, I think, could be really rough. Um, Especially against Jalen Ramsey and Garrett Wilson. Listen, let's be honest. He's been wide open all fucking year. His quarterback play has been absolutely atrocious, which is what fucked him last year, too. I'm going to call him out, though, too. He's had some inopportune drops and, like, fumbles. And I know it's a horrible situation. I know he's very good. He hasn't picked up Zach in every chance he's gotten, I feel. Yeah, but... And definitely does some, like, touting body language. And as he should. As he should. Yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine if you were, hey, I have Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. I'm going to be Devontae Adams this year. And then Aaron Rodgers gets hurt on the first play of the game or third play of the game. Yeah, no, it it definitely sucks. I I feel bad for him, but. He's a guy, if Aaron Rodgers playing all year, dude, he would have been a top five receiver. It's just frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. We'll see you next year. So you think he gets drafted in the first round next year when Aaron Rodgers is Yes. Second round again. Yes. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. He had one. This is last week was his one like bad, bad week of the year. Like aside from last week, he's been a wide receiver too. So if Aaron Rodgers is in there, he gets upgraded substantially. Yeah. We'll see. I, I just am still curious about Rodgers. Like we, we never got to see it. Like I, it, there was a lot of waves for me. It's like I was skeptical at first. I was like, ah, oh, this isn't going to work. He was bad last year and like is potentially phoning it in then i saw hard knocks i was like oh then ron he's fucking bought in i think he's gonna be awesome but then like even on the play he got hurt like he kind of didn't pull the trigger and then the jets o-line kind of had him running around like i i'm obviously there's no denying he's infinitely better than zach wilson but i don't think it's a given that they're some high flying offense. Like I think they are like eight and four or whatever. Like they win all these games where they just needed a pulse on offense. But I, I'm curious to see it again. Like uh, <laughs> I was curious. It's gonna be like, hard coming off and kill it. I hope he comes back week sixteen and they just score like four. He's not coming back. I I think I don't know. I think he kind of knew <laughs> that they weren't gonna be in it. I was just like, yeah, I'm coming back. And then now there's no point for him to come back, and he could just be like. Yeah, I could have with my crazy medicine, and I know the most about healing. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, to me, is a very selfish person. He's going to be like, I want all these people to see what this team could have been. Do you think they let just... him? Do you think they'd let... If they're 4 and, like, yes. 10? Yes, they would, because they have let him... They're literally running their team for Aaron Rodgers. Like, they didn't go out yeah, and so get why another don't quarterback. They, why don't they lose those games and get him fucking Marvin Harrison? Because if Aaron Rodgers comes... Why sprint him back to beat the Commanders? Because if Aaron Rodgers comes back and he's like, I want to play, they're going to be like, yes, Aaron, we'll do anything for you, Aaron. That's why. 
I think that would be a bad idea, but I think that's a yeah, very, very bad idea. If Aaron Rodgers winning says does he wants nothing, to do anything. and if you fuck up your leg, then what happens? Then you're out an entire another year. Like the, <laughs> there's nothing to gain. Yeah. It's a horrible idea. Playing, Just to prove that your fire. fake science works, like, dude. It's Aaron Rodgers, though. You like, does this not sound like something he would do? Like, tell me I'm, I'm wrong. not saying I'm it's, about that. I'm not saying it's not something he like. He's put them through the ringer the entire year. Like, oh, I'm coming back. Like, let me warm up. Like, while there's this fucking hot seat for Zach. Like, look, I, I could do this in fucking sweatpants better than him. Like, exactly. I know he's he's like that, but they need to have a mature conversation and be like, hey, like, do you actually want to win a Super Bowl next year? Like, I, th- I think that Jets. would be crazy. I think that would be... Unless they're literally, it's like, what Jets. would they have to be? Like, 7-7 seven and seven and then they can get in at 10-7 and seven or 6-8, and eight, maybe you get it. I don't know. They, they have to be mathematically alive for me to even consider it. Like, that would be a horrible, horrible idea. Horrible. But, so Garrett Wilson on the bench though uh, <laughs> yeah uh, Mike Evans against Indy Zay Flowers, Lockett anything out of these guys um, Evans has been pretty good all year um, Daddy Dickin a lot of the league in a contract year um, I think this game against the Colts will be pretty high scoring um, so I like him Zay Flowers last week, again, should have had a fucking monster week, but his touchdown got called back, like the 60-yard catch and run that he had. Um, I think he's going to be the favorite option in the offense with Andrews out. Um, I, I think he's sure. going to have a good week. You seen Odell's numbers the past couple weeks? You mean his four catches that went for 116 yards? The four, four catches? Yeah, um, I did see that last week, and I was happy for Odell, actually. Um but I do think Zay is going to be the guy in that offense now. And it's just, I kind of need, I need points this week and I need a big week. So I'm hoping that he finally gets his uh, conversion this week on the touchdown. Like uh, he gets his second one of the year, basically against this chargers pass defense, which is literally the second worst in the league. It's so bad. Um, I know stats wise, the Eagles are still worse, but I would say the Chargers after the Kevin Yard signing are worse than the Eagles. Um, Tyler Lockett, I'm a little concerned about, to be honest with you, um, with Geno Hurt. Um, but it's just one of those yeah. things where I can't, stomach really st- I can't stomach starting to Mario Douglas over him. What about Jamie? Um also can't stomach starting him over him because he's just such a long touchdown dependent player. Um, I I might end up starting Garrett Wilson over him, to be honest with you. Ugh, it's just so hard. Yeah. Like Garrett Wilson is so hard to stomach. Um, yeah, this damn. is tough uh, though. I, I don't, I don't envy this position here. Cause I could also start Javante over him. I could start Mostert over him. I I, I don't Jets know. Jets can get um, ran on a little bit, like if there is a weakness. I'm basically hoping that A chain is out because if A chain's out, then I'm definitely putting Mostert in. Uh, oh, so isn't, weren't you saying it's pretty much implied A chain's out? Yes, but he's not out yet. Um, so I'm hoping that he's out. The issue it's is Lockett's playing Thursday. Jets aren't until Friday, so you kind of need that sorted out. I think I'll know Thursday. They'll have to 
no by Thursday morning. If he's, I'm gonna if he's not practicing up on Turkey driving around the different. I'm kind of drunk. Ever since you said you were opening up a beer, I poured two bourbons for myself. <laughs> I'm a little fucked up right now. <laughs> not sure if you could tell from me slurring my words. <laughs> I'm saying keep that sleeper app close because yeah, I'll try. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's bad. Um I just think there's definitely a possibility you start the wrong people and it gets sloppy, but I think I'm gonna I lean lock it this week though, just because the Niners secondary isn't that great and they did just lose their safety, so Fair I don't enough. Know. We'll see. Let's get over to Rasps guys. DJ Moore, Kirk, and Devontae Smith. Uh, yeah, those are the only people you're playing. You're not going Elijah Moore with DTR. Um, who scares you out of these? DJ Moore. Yeah. Because Fields is finally back, and Fields' is number one target is this guy. The only thing I would say is Minnesota's defense has been significantly better the last few weeks. Um, I think that Fields will have a tough time, but... If DJ Moore is getting nine targets, um, I, I think he's going to have a good week. And then Kirk against Houston. That's a little kind scary. Kind of in mids. I know Kirk's mids the last mids, four weeks, but we, we've talked so much about this Jags-Texans game. Um, is Ridley back, though? <sighs> no. I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, I'm so he's happy. not. I don't, he's not. <laughs> I'm he's so not. happy it's, it's not my problem. Like That is yeah, Kirk, just a headache. They didn't really need to throw the ball. Uh, like to him last week to win uh cal really kind of eight and i think this houston game is going to be very high scoring and it's a huge game for both teams like this is division deciding like they they play each other uh they played each other earlier in the year and i think uh houston won that game didn't they they beat the jags earlier in the year wasn't it i think so it was in like week two or three let me see yeah week three uh, I don't have to score. Yeah, I just have they, to fantasy. they beat them by tw- they beat them by twenty. Yeah, it, it was whomping. So this is a huge game. I expect a pretty good game. Um, this is kind of for the. Think, are they tied in the division? This is if for they the win? division. That's nice. If they that's fun. If they win, uh, I think the Texans will have the division lead. Wow, that's that's super fun. I like that a lot. Let me see. That's a, that's a nice one o'clock game, like with the the neater. Yeah, if, if they if they win, they'll they this is for the division lead. Wow! Imagine so, them having like a home playoff game. That's, that's if something. the Texans win their if the Texans win their division, that shrouds the MVP. That then I'm confident that shrouds the MVP on the year. Um. But yeah, this should be a good game. I think Christian Kirk will have a good week, and then Devonta Smith. He's great. He's an amazing wide receiver. Um, his catch last week where he saved Jalen Hurts' ass by coming back and getting it on the goal line there. Like, He's just so smooth. Great catch. So good He's so good. The ball, like... Every single time I watch him, I'm like, I fucking hate the Cowboys for trading with the Eagles. Like, It was one of the biggest cocksucker moves ever, especially because the pick that we got from the Bears we ended up using on Evan Neal, who kind of sucks dick. Um, so, yeah, fuck, fuck the Cowboys complete rap move and that's why you guys will never win a super bowl um but yeah i think devonta smith is another good play this week in a game that i think both of us think is high scoring yeah um yeah it's just a nice stack to have Devonte doesn't have the touchdowns which so like he hasn't been able to really reap the 
the fruits of that later. Because he I just, don't know if that's a phrase. Like that sh- but yeah. It should have been a touchdown. It's just like he literally on the one yard line and then hurts. Yeah, so he, he didn't need it at that point, though. It just sucks because Rass, instead of getting 10, only gets 6 from the touchdown. He won you know? by 50. That's yeah. A live. He didn't need it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think those receivers are scarier than yours, I'd say. It's like Kirk, Kirk is the question mark on your side, and then whoever you're doing as your third guy, I think, is a s- slightly more of a question mark. Um, tight end, you got Kittle, he's got Kelsey, um, kind of a, the 1-1A one one for a while there, like five years ago. Kelsey's just kind of old looking like i don't know i i didn't like that game against philly i I think he would have taken that over teams are just taking him away now because they are kind of like hey this is the only real passing option for the chiefs um he did have a pretty shitty drop um the drop was bad the fumble was bad and then kittle this is this should be a get right game though against las vegas no I mean, we've kind of flip flopped a bit. I, I said it was, and then you're like, the Raiders are the Raiders are competitive. They they've been playing I mean, good. Like, I'm just I like saying, the like you said, back like spot. it should be a get right game. So if it's a get right game, then Kelsey should have a big week. Yeah, um, I think the Raiders are gonna play him tough though. So I I, I don't know. And then it's weird. He... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just glad we didn't mention Taylor Swift. Continue going. Nah, fuck that. Um, Kittle. He's been very good. Like, are you excited to have him? Like, well, here's what it is: is yes, I'm very excited to have Kittle because he's played like he's actually not having to stand for so many blocks. But this just screams for me a uh, one point week for Kittle yep. just to shove it in my face. Yep. And he's had three twenties in a row. Like, yeah, this this is absolute killer for me this week. Um, we'll see. I mean, he's been pretty good all year. Um, he's had two dud weeks. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm a little scared though, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard trading for a tight end and like expecting results. Cause it's like, they're still tight ends. I remember Wells banged yes. me really bad on like a Tyler Eifert back in the day. <laughs> that I was not happy about. I was thinking about that during the Bengals game the other day. I was like, oh, remember when they had Tyler Eifert and how good he it was nice. and then he got injured. He got injured, and it was just like... He got injured one year, and it just ruined him for fucking the rest of his career, dude. Yeah. He was good, though. Um. So the winner... I think I might lean Rasp, to be honest. Yeah, I lean Rasp, too, but I'm going to have to take myself. Because I need a win this week pretty bad. The, yeah, there's a lot that I've actually really had to think about here. I, th- I think this one could go either way. I think Corey Prock can go either way. Steve Husser Curtis was Muller. pretty close. Yeah, Kurt. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, these are. It's because scoring the. It's been so bad. This is probably. I like it. I I like the throwback ugly games. I don't. Not because it, it's not. I'm not care. I don't care about the scoring. It just feels like the product itself, like the teams just aren't good. It's not a nece- not necessarily that that like I, just like, uh, I like good defenses it just too. Feels... Though, like, but I don't think the I think the scoring the was up when they were just like gifting people penalties and shit. Like, it was, I don't know, which still obviously is a problem. But 
I, I haven't had a bad time watching football except for when I watched the Giants and they just like rip my heart out. Like, granted, I'm not yeah. watching every game. Like, I definitely will. Like, I full disclosure, I sat out that uh, Vikings Broncos game when everyone was nutting over Sutton. Like, I saw the highlights the next day. But I like, was I, I'm not watching like all that bullshit. But yeah, I, I have a good. I watch one to seven every single time i'm usually up for the morning and then if the prime time entices me like i'll watch it or like have it on my phone or something yeah i'm still enjoying football i'm gonna miss it when it's gone let's uh let's wrap up here on this special thanksgiving edition with me versus troy um so as we said troy potentially probably dead at three and eight i know he'll give me a spirited effort regardless and then i'm seven and four um i think two or three seeds so it's important that i get the buy for me personally um so yeah so i really want to win so let's start and get into it he's got Dak against washington on thanksgiving that's very very scary um yes i i definitely am afraid of that i think it'll be a similar to like game script to that giants uh game i, I don't know if you ever got around to listening to the me and rasp episode but the whole time we were basically debating like how much Dak would have to do considering it was just going to be like a defensive whooping and then he had 37 points um yeah so yeah so Dak is definitely live and could be could very well be QB1 um I can't emphasize this enough how Tommy DeVito looked extremely competent against this Washington team um they're just very very bad on defense and then Josh Allen against Philly um, I know I, I thought he had a decent game last week. He had the pick that was like a Hail Mary at the end of the half um, and then didn't need to do shit in the second half pretty much. Um, Philly is an easier secondary than the Jets, right? So it's like keep it going, Josh. I don't necessarily um, think so because the thing that's tilting in Philly's direction is the first 10 or so weeks of the season where they didn't have Kevin Biard. Um, he made some big plays yeah, against the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, it is Josh Allen. Like, he's going to have a good week. Um, but I would not be surprised if Dak outscored him. I think Dak probably will. Um, and by me saying I think Philly has a bad secondary, like, I, I know they have good players, but they've been bad against the pass is more so what, I, what I'm saying. Um, they have been. They're, they're the worst in the NFL against the past uh, wide receiver points-wise for fantasy. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just kind of willing Josh to get me one more win here. Um, obviously on the bye in week 13, so that'll be fun for me to navigate. But, um, but yeah, I, w- I would love if he can keep pace with Dak. I don't fully expect him to, and I think I'll have to make up points elsewhere, uh, to be honest. But, yeah, let's get into running backs. He's got Saquon and Swift. Saquon, nice game last week with the two receiving touchdowns. Um, busted a couple long runs in the second half, but I think he was at like zero yards in the first half. You see the J- JMS like pull to get him broken free on the one run to yeah. the left side. It was sick. Like JMS, that's good. Yeah, I do too. Um, I don't know. I I I don't know if we're gonna like win this game against New England. <laughs> like. It's going to be a very low-scoring I think it's going to be super ugly and super boring, and Saquon will have, like, 12 points is kind of my thoughts. If he starts scoring touchdowns, I'm obviously in trouble, but... 
Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. I, I do like gonna, we're not going to score. score How many touchdowns are we going to score? But also, like, he's the one. only one who can score touchdowns on our team. That's what I mean. We're going to score one touchdown, and it's going to be Saquon, probably. So he's then, been yeah. good, like, for fantasy for the most part. He's had one bad week, really, all year. Uh, He'd be really good if he was on a different team. Like, I can't emphasize yeah. that enough. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't hate it, though. Um, and then Swift has been... Good as well. Honestly, he looked so good last week, and they only ran the ball 12 times with him, which was just shocking to me. Because, like, he was seemingly just fucking finding the open lane every single time. Um Swift, I think, is who you really have to worry about this week, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm worried about both of them. I was just kind of working my way down. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he's he looked good against Kansas City. And Buffalo without the linebackers has not been great either. Uh, yeah, I mean, the first three from Troy are pretty strong <laughs> despite uh, yeah. the 3-8 and eight record. Yep. On my side, I like Jalen Warren against Cincy. Uh, that touchdown run was really sick. He wasn't super efficient prior to that, but still getting involved in the pass game and still, like, he's the RB1 now, so that's good. Uh, it gets a little sticky. I'm going to go with Brees because, like, he j- he gets involved in the passing game, and that's kind of where he got all of his nut last week. I expect a lot of Tim, Tim Boyle checkdowns, um, and I just need him to break one. I like that better than James Cook, right? Like, Philly defensive front is kind of no joke. Um, that's kind of my mindset for now. But I'm open, open to any suggestions. Jalen Warren's the right play. Yeah. I, he's locked. He He's electric. I texted you on the side about this last week. I said to you, I was like, it's crazy that Jalen Warren is just like... What did I say to you? I think what I said was I was like, this is the difference between a seventh round undrafted like free agent level guy fighting for his spot versus Najee Harris who's a first round pick, just like kind of mailing it in. Um, Jalen Warren looks great. So, yeah, I, I love him. I kind of agree with you. I think you have to go Brees. Um, Cook, I might play in the flex, too. We'll, we'll get to it. But I like Brees James better. Cook did look good last week he's though, looked good the whole the time like he against fumbles, philly though, but... so philly isn't giving up like the jets are and they're the best team in the nfl against the run um that's definitely miami isn't too factor. far behind they're seventh um or sixth um i i don't know i i would play Brees personally just because i think the ceiling is higher um and I, I'm hoping that, like you said, like a quarterback change, maybe he gets a few more dump offs. Like he's looked good all year too. It's just like the offense itself is been shitty. Yes. Um, I think you have the right guy in, to be honest. And then receivers, he's got Devonte Adams, Cooper, and then I assume he takes out Keaton Mitchell after getting banged for Ridley, right? I don't know. I think you start Keaton Mitchell, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, I mean, like, and I'm not kidding either. I, I think I would start Keaton Mitchell over Calvin Ridley this week again. So do Devontae The Chargers Cooper defense first. sucks. The Chargers defense sucks. Like, you gotta, you gotta give it a shot. It would be funny. If, but, I mean, we've talked so much about this Jacksonville-Houston game, too. 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not really going to push him in one way or the other. Um, all right, so yeah. then I will. So Devontae Adams against Kansas City scares me. Um, Kansas City's been really good at locking down receivers pretty much all year. They are sixth in the NFL right now against receivers in terms of fantasy points giving up. That being said, Devontae Adams has gotten targeted 26 times in the last two weeks, 33 times in the last three weeks. Um, Antonio Pierce has pretty much made it a clear that, hey, we're going to throw the ball to Devontae Adams and we're going to hand it off to Josh Jacobs. And so I think Devontae Adams is safe, but I don't think his ceiling is what it was last week. Amari Cooper, I think he's looked good all year. He actually looked good in that Pittsburgh game, too made some key catches um the issue is that he's got dtr throwing the ball to him so mari cooper i'm very low on this week even though he is playing the trash kind of broncos while the broncos have been trash they've looked a lot better the last few weeks and i imagine that he's going to be lined up against ps2 um the broncos defense against receivers is number four in the nfl in terms of fantasy points against so i don't love his receivers this week um considering their matchups yeah, I think I definitely lucked out with the matchups. And, I mean, I'm banking on his receivers to underperform like they kind of had all year. Because, um, I mean, the the quarterback and running backs are scary to me. And then I, I just really am banking on the KC defense doing its job against Devontae and then kind of taking it from there. But um, yeah, he's had the dudes all year. It just kind of hasn't come together for him. So, I mean, I, I'm definitely aware of a potential upset. I am willing it against existing but yeah yeah the the possibility is definitely there um because on my side Diggs and waddle have been ice cold um digs two very bad games in a row it's I, I don't know like schematically what's happening i mean i guess two good corners and ps2 and sauce back to back he got power bombed, which wasn't a good look. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, but um, yeah, I I need him to get going again because otherwise, my team doesn't go if he doesn't go. Like, I had a dud week last week, and then just kind of gutted out the hundred and twenty points or whatever. Like, when when he's doing his thing, that's when I can drop one forties on people and stuff, and actually have a shot yeah. at winning this thing. I need, I need to see it. Um, and then Waddle just hasn't really gotten it going all year. Um, Hill is just better. Like, every time it's a deep shot to Hill, I'm, like, praying it's Waddle, and then it just never is. It's it's always it's always Hill. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd be nervous about Diggs just because I do think the Eagles secondary is a little bit better than what their matchup is showing to you, but it's hard to believe that he's going to have three bad weeks in a row, to be honest with you. Um, and then Waddle, to kind of give you a little bit of uh, reassurance from Reddit, um, I was reading a post this week um, that Waddle actually has the third best matchup grade based on coverage against the Jets this week, based on the coverage they play, and he actually has more yards per route run than Tyreek Hill, so... If he's going to do it, he's got to do it this week. Um, I do kind of agree with your sentiment that the Jets might be in give it the fuck up mode, depending upon how I well think they're trying this week and then give it the fuck mode in week 15 in the, well, my playoff. They could try for the first <laughs> half. Yeah, they might try in the first half and then give the fuck up afterwards. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would be a little concerned 
They're both playing, with, but yeah, I'm, both I'm concerned. Them. A little. And not like game-breaking kind of concerned, though. And then my flex. I got Odell for now. Um, we talked he's a hurt. lot of... How hurt? I think he's just questionable. He's um, been questionable all, all fucking year. And like. he didn't finish the game last week. I'm between him and James Cook in the flex, I think. I don't like Pickens against Cincy. I just hate Pickett. Well, what do you need, the floor, or do you need the ceiling? I mean, I guess we'll see after. I'll have a... The good thing is these How games are split. How long did the shoes? What's up? When's the Ravens game and when's Ravens the... Ravens uh, is Sunday feet? night, and then, like, Philly Bills is 4.30 on Sunday. Okay, so, so like a lot of this, time. a lot of the shit will be done. Like, uh, like I'll know what I got from Waddle. Um, like I'll see Dak already. Like a lot of the major pieces will kind of be moved. So I mean, I, I'm gonna consider it all weekend, but I'm I'm chilling until Sunday morning at least. So. If you need the floor, I think you play James Cook. If you need like a big long shot kind of out throw it out there game, I would play Odell. Yeah. Um, I thought when Rondell Moore had that bomb immediately, I thought he was going to, I was like, oh my God, I fucking found the new flex. I was pumped. But yeah. Nothing after that. So. You just got hyped up because we talked about the Jonathan Gannon, uh, Explosives. going into 100%. the week. Yeah. I was amped. I was amped. <laughs> and it, it literally happened. It literally had... happened. I was pew pewing. So. Yeah. He had one catch <laughs> the entire game. Yeah. So that's Cardinals football. I'm gonna pick what are you me- doing with your tight end here, buddy? By the way, like, what are you gonna do if I'm uh, riding Taysom against the, the rest of the year, even if uh, Waller comes back? Probably. Waller. Ugh. Waller will play. Is Waller? Is that a thing? He's gonna come back, I think. Yeah. He's still kind of in the early phases of his recovery process on November fifteenth. So I mean, I'll deal with that <laughs> when that comes. Maybe Tyrod will be back, and then I'll consider Waller, but. The, the, you might want to start going dumpster diving for some tight end death here, though, is all I'm trying dude, to say. Dude, Taysom's nice, and uh, Logan Thomas was good for me last week, too. He fumbled, but... Taysom, yeah. Taysom's been good, and Atlanta stinks. Taysom, and Taysom, uh, he just had the bad week when Jameis played. Like, if Carr's there, they love using him, and then Jameis just fucking launches it deep every play, so obviously he's not involved, mm-hmm. but... I like Taysom against Atlanta, and he's got Dalton Schultz. Like, that doesn't terrify me by any means. But, yeah, I'm gonna yeah pick... I kind of like Dalton Schultz over Taysom, to be honest with you. Well, then fuck week. you. Pick Troy, then. <laughs> I am going to pick Troy. All right. <laughs> we are heads up. <laughs> I'll, never pick Troy. I'll never pick Troy. Picks Troy he two pick weeks him in a row. fucking week. Uh, <laughs> I think I have picked Troy, like, most weeks, too. It's the funniest part. Of like, wow, Devontae it. Adams is good. But yeah, I'll, I'll go me as well, uh, or not as well. Um, I just well, gotta I get it done. I just gotta yourself. get done. What's up? I said I knew you were gonna pick yourself, and somehow I successfully uh, faded you in every single matchup. All right, you want to get into NFL? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first okay. um, because I know you're. I know you're gonna take this too. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, Giants Patriots under thirty four. <laughs> I wasn't gonna There's... take it, but I, I love the pick. 
Giants Pats under 34. This game is going to be about as unwatchable of a game as you could possibly hope for. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, I know everyone was hyped. Like, oh, look, look, Tommy DeVito is developing. Like, he could be a bat. It's like, no, that is just against a, a non-NFL defense. Like, we are going to be back to not scoring. And here's the thing. We didn't score shit last week either. We had six turnovers and, yeah. like, 24 <laughs> points. Like, <laughs> and we were just and kicking we, the, field goals after all the turnovers. Like, it was not good. It was not good at all. Um, yeah, we're not going to score, but also uh, we'll be able to... was nice, though. Yeah, I love Simmons. I mm. like so many guys on the defense. I love Okereke. Like, there's guys I like. So that's why I was happy. We'll get to it in Giants talk, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like it a lot. I don't think... I think we'll be able to shut down Mac Jones pretty easily. And I'm less high on this Ramondre Stevenson nuclear game you're forecasting. So yeah, under 34 <laughs> sounds good. Um, I will go ugly, not ugly under, but I'll go ugly as far as worst team in the league. Give me the Panthers plus three and a half against the Titans. The Titans stink. They do nothing well. They got dog walked last week. Um, and three and a like half. Three and a half a is hook. a nice move. I, I love having three and a half and just winning on a game losing field goal. Yeah, uh, I, I like Pan- the Panthers with the hook against shitty teams. And it's like the. I don't know. I know Bryce Young hasn't been good. Like, every rookie quarterback has a couple just, like, fun wins. That way you're like, oh, like, next year when everything's right. Like, there's no one that's just a complete dud after year one. You're always some... They always have, like, two or three moments, no matter how bad the season goes. And I think Bryce Young's got to... He's due for one. Um, And I I like them to win the game or lose by three. So, yeah, Panthers three and a half. Give me. Oh, I really don't like this one that much. Um, give me Cardinals minus one at home against the Rams. Um, I think Kyler Murray puts it together, and this is kind of a "Hey, I want the Giants to get a better draft pick" kind of play. Yeah, I, the Rams were good to me last week. I was I was honestly thinking Rams plus one in a similar situation. Um, because I mean the Cardinals haven't put it together i'd say yet they obviously look better with kyler but they haven't like impressed me impressed me i i don't hate it i i think it's a fun game and i think the public will probably be on rams so i like that but um especially no cooper cup yeah i i don't hate it i don't hate it but i'm I'm staying away from that one but also in the same vein as far as the giants getting a better draft pick I like the Bears on Monday night, three and a half against the Vikings. Same logic as far as the three. Yeah, and I don't half. hate it. The um, Bears haven't looked that bad. The Bears the last haven't few been years. bad. Their defense has been kind of good, and Fields has not been horrible. Like, he, I'm, I'm, I very much hope they ride it out with him and don't draft the quarterback. I think with a better quarterback, the Bears might a bit be a 500 team right now. To be honest with you, I don't hate what they're building. Like they, they're gonna have two top five picks, and they're gonna fire. They and did. They're gonna they fire did. Eberflus. Yeah, has got to go, and then they actually did That's resign the, Sweat. So like, we'll we'll eat some crow there. Um, I don't. I don't even think Eberflus has to go. I just think the quarterback is a large part of their issue. Um, yeah, but um, talk sh- I, talk shit about Eberflus being a defensive guy, but their defense has gotten better. Defense has gotten better, him. and I mean. Like, I know Dobbs is a nice story, but, like, he just lost to the Broncos. Like, I don't think the Bears are 
And the Bears were in it last week. They they blew the game, but like that's they a blew game the game hard. Like, that's why you fire Eberflus. Yeah. Like that's an unlosable game. <laughs> he, that's that's what's gonna fuck him is like his decision making and like those key moments has been terrible. Yeah. So um, give me Bears a three and a half out there. We'll see. Yeah, I, I like your pick to be fair because I think the Bears have played a lot better. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they win this game at all. And then your second pick. Or your third pick? Uh, last pick. Um, Ravens minus three and a half because the Chargers are just fucking dead. And this is probably a terrible pick with the hook. Seems honestly, like, a like trap. this does. It does feel like a Chargers backdoor cover, to be honest with you. Um, or the Chargers just cover outright. Um, but there's no shot in hell the Chargers win this fucking game. So I'm hoping that the Ravens kind of lay it on them. I like that. I like that a lot. Um,. Fuck, I'm, I'm. Give me the best team in the NFL, three and a half points. Like, yeah, it, it's so uh, it's so easy that I think it's a trap, so I'm gonna stay away. But well, that's the thing with betting is all everything is a trap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, speaking of traps, I love the the two big numbers, the the Cowboys and the Dolphins. I'm not gonna do those because I don't want to get banged. I wanted to take the Cowboys when I was listening Commanders to the Commanders randomly and... look good against everyone else. Like, But I would have taken the Cowboys if it was 10 and a half, 12 and a half. Just 12 feels is like chunky. 12 is definitely yeah. too chunky. I have an idea, but I I don't like this, but I think I'm going to do it. I think they're absolutely, absolutely begging you to take the Texans at plus one and a half at home against the Jaguars. Everyone's hype on them. They can win the division. Stroud MVP. Like, I think they're flying a little too close to the sun. I, I think Doug gets it done here. Jaguars minus one and a half against the Texans. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I'll, I'll honestly be happy if, like, if there's no actual money on it. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing the Texans win, but this just seems the... this just seems like they're begging you. And like, Doug Peterson can win this game. Like, CJ Stroud threw a like shit the... ton of bad picks last week as well. Like, the only reason why I don't like it is potentially the hook fucks you. It's a one and a half. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, no, I agree with you, but there's been so, like a few one-point games this year where it was a point one-point spread um, or two-point spread. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this is going to be one of my the best games of the weekend. There's a lot of good games, honestly, this weekend. Um, if you're a, if you're a junkie like NFL fan, like I think Chiefs Raiders will be good. Bills Bills Eagles, Bills, Eagles Ravens Chargers, Browns Broncos. I think is going to be pretty decent. Jaguars Texans honestly you know dolphins nah, no dolphins jets is gonna suck dick but niner seahawks like a bunch of good games this weekend yeah I'm this pumped. Week, and it, it's spread out it'll be a little lame on sunday but um we'll see what happens you want to talk giants we won that was that was fun ish yeah i mean the giants last week looked the best they probably looked all year um so i was happy to see that I was telling you, Tom, oh, this, but it was like, like, yeah, I do want them to fucking have a better draft pick, but like, I'd rather win every single week. I'd rather win, to be honest with you. Um, 
it's it's just like hard to kind of get excited when like your team is just constantly shitting the bed um so it was like one of those things where i was happy because i was like hey listen like dable in three weeks time turned tommy devito from somebody who literally couldn't throw the ball without throwing two interceptions uh on his first three passes to one of the best quarterback like best quarterback performances on the week and also just being able to win a game so i was like you need a little you, like you need wins like this a little bit sprinkled in um just to keep the locker room culture going because like let's be honest um if daniel jones started all year and wasn't absolutely atrocious like i do think the giants have at least two more wins on their record right now so yeah especially everyone's talk- playing ugly besides us like yeah well we're just like bad but like all these like ugly one score games like that, that was kind of our formula they're kind of ripping off our whole thing um yeah shout out soldier boy but yeah um i, I don't know i i definitely found myself really wanting to win because at the end because like blowing that two touchdown lead in like three minutes or whatever it would have um came out to like that would, that would have been a gutting embarrassing loss so it's nice to see like okarake forcing fumbles like even fucking uh, uh darnay holmes with a pick like it, it's nice to see guys developing and things along those lines and i don't think we'll have trouble losing more games as well um and I think we gotta play the Eagles twice. We gotta play the Eagles <laughs> twice. This Pats one is interesting. I think we might be able to win. I don't know though. Um, I kind of. I'm not gonna lie. Like I would like to beat the Patriots and put a nail in Bill Belichick's coffin. Yeah. It, the thing oh is, my God. Pa- if we beat him, if we beat him, and then Patriots they fire him mid-season, then it's just like I own you three times, bitch. Like that would, ugh, yeah. that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> that would, yeah, <laughs> it's like this this boogeyman that has everyone else's number. It's like yeah, three strikes, you're I'll, fucking dead. I'll continue saying it. Like, listen, if we have the third pick or the second pick or the seventh pick, wherever we are in the top ten, like if there's a quarterback you want, you're gonna go get him. Yeah, I just don't but want to give I up like of... extra first rounders and shit. Like if it's avoidable, like if it's if we need to lose to the fucking Redskins, like in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't it, it doesn't but... matter. But it it was it was a fun Sunday. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like yeah, and so I'm also I don't know. I'm not very sold on. Yeah, do I hate Caleb neat, Williams like... as well now? Okay. I don't hate Caleb Williams. I, if we have the chance to draft Caleb Williams, I want him. But like Drake May, like he, I don't know. He hasn't. He's looks good. He hasn't won a big fucking game though. Like when he plays better opponents in the ACC, like they kind of get they beat. got dog walked by Clemson. Yeah, this and team so it's like one of those very things. badly. But he reminds me of Justin Herbert, kinda. He's just like a thrower. And like I'm also not like. I don't want to run it back with Daniel Jones next year. Like, we definitely need to draft a rookie. But, like, I'm kind of in this, like, situation where, like, there isn't a world where, like, getting Marvin Harrison Jr. and a Michael Penix or Jaden Daniels is a bad move. You know? It's not. It's not. And so it's like, it's like imagine, like, right now, it's like, hey, it's Caleb Williams, Drake May, and then everybody else. But I think what you're going to see is, like, in the offseason, these guys, like Jaden Daniels, when they're having these private workouts and everything, and, like, maybe we get to see, like, how much of the X's and O's do they really know? Because, like, Jaden Daniels is, like, 
should be winning the Heisman this year, and like uh, he's electric. So like, I don't know. Part of me also loves the idea of getting a Lamar Jackson kind of player or an Anthony Richardson kind of player instead of the run of the mill kind of Drake May kind of safe quarterback pick. Like that's why it's like I'm still would rather have Caleb Williams because I kind of want that guy who's like an athlete, not just a quarterback. Like I mean, we I've seen the did that. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones? He, no. Daniel Jones is actually what, like, uh, I heard someone say this, but he's actually what, like, racists think black quarterbacks are. Like, all he does is run and throw yeah. to the first read. Like, yeah. he stinks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm down for a running athletic quarterback, but I want him to be he's not, good. Like, and no, not he's, Daniel Jones. Yeah, Daniel Jones, like, Daniel Jones is a bad running vision, quarterback. Exactly. Like, he can run. Like, he has all the ability to be able to run quickly, but he has terrible field vision. Like, Lamar Jackson, when he's running it, you could see it. Or Jalen Hurts, it's like, they see the linebacker coming in to fucking cold clock them across the chest, and they get down, or they avoid it, or they, you know, it's just like, guys like that, like, actually feel like the the defense. And Daniel Jones is just like, hey, I'm going to run really fast in a straight line and hope I don't fumble the ball. Yeah, and it's like I want someone who, when they roll out of the pocket, like can actually make plays downfield. Like exactly, that's why like Caleb Williams is someone who DJ kind of just stands there and like doesn't know what to do, and then like I'll just sprint and try to get around the edge, and then it's like he gets tackled right at the at the line of scrimmage and like derps out of bounds, and it's just like I've seen that so many times. There's a lot of teams who are going to need a quarterback or want a quarterback, so like even though the. The Panthers and the Cardinals, I don't think, take a quarterback. But you're talking about the Patriots, um, the Giants, the Bears. You're talking about the Packers, potentially. Um, the Rams could be interested just because, you know, Stafford's getting up there in age. You got the Falcons. Um, you got the Jets. Like, you have the Raiders. The Jets you have... with Rodgers coming back. That's literally what pissed them off the first time. But, yeah, every, yeah everyone the, else. Yeah. The Vikings, like that's why I'm saying, like a Seahawks, like there is important. We're gonna be bidding with these teams to move up too. Like someone's gonna charge us an arm and a leg to move up. Like I don't. I think this is an important one to lose. Honestly, like I because I think the Bears and maybe even if my. my Carolina but Panthers again, take like, comes through. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Like, there's no sense like stressing it. Like, the guys are going to continue to try. If we have to trade the first rounder, like the first rounder next year, to go get Caleb Williams, like, and it works out, then like, who fucking cares yeah. what that first round pick ends but up? But if being? it doesn't, it's like, it, it sets you back years. It sets you back two, three years. It sets you back two years. You're not trading multiple first you're trading your first Dude, this year years and your first of watching next this year. would be really su- i know i did it for a while before this but we've been like, doing that for nine of the last 10 I years know, and i'm tired of it <laughs> i'm really tired of it it's but then again it's like hey we could sit where we are and maybe we end up with the third pick and we draft drake may and it's equally as bad as if we traded up yeah, and it's like whatever is going to happen is going to happen, and like there's no guarantee like May and Williams are actually the two best like out of the crew. My personal favorite is we get Marvin Harrison Jr. and then we trade back up into the first to get a guy like Jaden Daniels or Penix, um, 
who like the coaching staff really wants. I think this guy Pratt from Tulane will end up getting a little bit more burn oh, God, I don't want towards the end of the year too. Neither do I, but like I think you'll see him maybe rise up. Personally speaking though, like I, I don't know. I'm so sick of watching Daniel Jones and like these just pocket passers. Like I want somebody like Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels or Penix. Um, not re- like Drake may, I think looks pretty good, but like he does fold in big games. Yeah. And we'll see it. It'll work itself out. Like that, um, long time ago, I think it was DJ's rookie year. We, uh, we beat Washington for no reason in week 17. And it was like, fuck, like we missed out on chase young because of this stupid win against Washington. And then Chase Young is now traded for, like, a third rounder, and then we got Andrew Thomas yeah. instead. Like, sometimes shit works out, and sometimes wins can go a long way, but I do feel stupid also just ping-ponging my opinion every week, where it's like, if we lose, I'm like, oh, that was good. Like, we're getting closer to a quarterback, and if we win, I'm like, oh, it's good for the locker room. Like, I don't want to be a total, like, weenie. And, like, <laughs> I kind of yeah. need to make a decision, but it's also, I, I don't think it's an absolute either. I, I think there's instances where it's good, instances where it's bad, but... Mm-hmm. we'll see um i i think the game's winnable and then i i, I guess the plus side to what i'm saying is i kind of can keep spinning it positively but yeah i'm just excited for the draft and to get out of this <laughs> like or at least make <laughs> steps towards getting out of it but the only um, thing that could really piss me off going into next year is if we don't draft like a court one of one of these top th- four or five quarterbacks. And that'll be, that would be Mara's call, if anything. And if, if they don't let... If Mara doesn't let them uh, draft a quarterback, they, they should fucking walk, honestly. And then we're just yeah. doomed for eternity. Like, <laughs> oh, that, that would be tough if we just take, like, a tackle. Which obviously helps, but... We shouldn't. We should not take a, tra- a tackle. Um, We need a receiver really badly. Yeah. Like really badly. Mm-hmm. And like they, they kind of don't bust these days. Like you kind of get good guys. <laughs> like, yeah, it's finally like the the NFL is actually starting to get good at at least with receivers. Like besides like last the year was a bad receiver draft, and like they all fell to the twenties, and like they're all pretty good though. And then, uh, like, and then now Marvin point, Harrison like few... is like the best player in the draft, and it's like he's gonna be a can't miss. Like, like a lot of these teams, like what, like six years ago, like it used, like I used to always say, like these guys suck at drafting receivers in the first round. But like the last four years, I feel like straight, like the first round receivers have actually been just really as good. good. Like before that, it was always like, hey, these third, second round guys like are actually like performing really well. Now it's like you should be training up to get the receiver you want. Like Olave, for instance, like fuck the Saints for giving up a first round pick for the guy. But like, Hey, Olave is a really good receiver. And like, he was a great pick. Like it's, yeah. it's not his fault that Cause they're Derek just polished in, in college now. Like you can act, you see the finished product. Like if someone's like a sick ass route runner, like crazy footwork. And then obviously like they have the, measurables it used to be you're just betting on measurables because none of them have like nfl offense coaching but like yeah and these uh, dudes at big schools are just ready to go don't get uh <laughs> don't be some tucker jesus christ he's sorry he's uh playing with a toy in the back you're good um but um don't be so, like Roma Dunze is fucking really good I like too him. like i like the florida I state really, guy really, 
I really like Roma Dunze. Like I. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. I actually just opened up an NFL mock draft just to see what's going on. Guess who? Guess who has us? Uh, guess who CBS has us picking at number five? Like Olu Fitchadome or uh, Brock Bowers, maybe? Or I don't know. Jaden Daniel. <laughs> there you go. I mean, all all this shit is like if you're following it this early, it's just kind of familiar to familiarize yourself with names like combine and workouts and pro days like that's when the chips start to fall a little bit but regardless yeah, I, I yeah. would love giants need a receiver and a quarterback i, I don't want to draft linemen like <laughs> but we also hate our line and it needs to get better yeah but, but you know what? we've we've spent a ton of first round picks on them like try and find guys in the second or third and hope you hit like jms was a pretty good pick last year not gonna lie like he, he yeah, has looked good for a rookie uh, Andrew Thomas is good. Glowinski actually has played well when he's not having to play next he's, to fucking uh, Evan Neal. He's going to be a free agent, I think. And I yeah, think so they're... it's like we might be able to si- – we can sign people in the offseason. Like we can move Evan Neal inside. Like I, yeah, I would much rather – it does rather... just scare me that they thought – they went into this year fully being like, yeah, the line's fine. Like, and all it took was like one it was injury. fine. But Andrew Thomas going down is a gigantic loss 100%. because maybe get a new O line coach. Actually, like, is that a thing too? Like, can that help? Like, why? Yeah, why, do, why do we not develop guys properly? You know, it's the O line coach too, partially. But I think what the plan was going into this year, um, my friend Phil actually made a good point about this. But I think the plan going into the year is like Andrew Thomas can t- lock down his guy, and then across the line you have a four on three advantage. Um, pretty much every pass rush. And so I think losing Andrew Thomas was gigantic for them in the beginning of the year. Um, and then just having like a terrible start just like destroyed the mental yeah. of the team. So I would love Jaden Daniels, um, to be honest with you. I, I, I wouldn't mind. I don't love Penix, but like if we get Penix, it's probably going to be like a late first or early second pick. I think teams um, are going to be spooked by the double ACLs. Like, yeah, I, but I don't, I don't think, think that's wrong because we've seen we've seen guys come out with like injuries like that, like in the last few years, like fucking uh, Sony Michelle, who like had that injury and went the first, and like he burned out in two years, basically, um, um, from yeah. the injuries. Who's the Rams guy, Gurley? Yeah, Gurley. Yeah, but we'll see. I I think I kind of want to beat the Patriots too, but I also will just be annoyed because I'll be like, "Fuck, if we beat the Jets and the Bills, like we'd be right in it." But it is what it is. Just well, that's part of a culture. Like, like you said, you said this all the time last year. You're like losing doesn't help at all. Like losing doesn't build a team. You know, like last year we wanted to be bad, so we had a high pick. You know, but like, dude, like. All these teams that are the best in the NFL, like they haven't been losing for years. Like they've been winning, even in like down years, they've been winning. You know, so like the Seahawks are a good example. Like last year, everybody thought they were going to be the first overall pick, and then they ended up being a really good team. Um, and like they continue to get better just from like actually drafting players and developing them. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'm not in the uh, like. Yeah, I would love to have the first overall pick. But now that like it's very clear that we're not bad enough to have the first overall pick, I think it's like, hey, let's try and stack all of these wins. We still may be bad enough. Like, if we don't beat the Patriots, we might not win another game. There's like the Patriots and Packers are the two winnables. I think back to back weeks, yeah. 
because then it's, but that's what I'm it's saying. two I wouldn't Eagles. Mind winning the, Who are the other What am I winning those two and then losing the last four in a row, the Saints, Eagles, Rams, Eagles? Yeah, I think those are going to be I fun. would love to end the year with five, six wins. Just to not have, a, like, an absolute, like, embarrassment. Like, I need to see that the coaching staff is still the right coaching staff, basically. Yeah. Which I think we are. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, we're running long. Thank you guys for listening. If you are listening this long, and um, yeah, any fun Thanksgiving plans, Paul? No, just seeing the family. You know, just kicking usual. it. All right. Yep. Enjoy the games, guys. Uh, I'm sure it'll be an active group chat tomorrow. And um, yeah, thanks for listening again, and uh, enjoy the holidays. Take it easy, guys. Bye-bye.